0: and i'm kat and you're listening to the 42nd episode of two book bitches, bitches.
1: what's up book bitches we're back hello you again know, I, every time i say that you know what i think of what what's up y'all <laughs> we're back and we're doing giada's tail today what do you want today giada a ponytail
0: no we're not doing another ponytail yes
1: oh,
0: <laughs> oh my god i love those videos
1: <laughs> that did you see the one that i liked where the girl turns around after she's pretending to be giada and she's like i said i want a fucking ponytail that's <laughs> yeah, pretty funny oh my god it's so funny i i actually like laugh every time i see those videos the little girl is so she's cute she's so cute a ponytail anyways um back to the podcast before we get into anything else we have a couple new patrons to thank take it away cat we have bailey Desiree, megan and ashley
0: welcome to the family
1: welcome to the book bitch fam officially thank you so much we appreciate you um what other podcast news it was
0: our one year podcast birthday our, on june 13th our little pod birthday yes yeah, so happy birthday to us we had a little instagram live for that which was cute it was fun so thanks for everyone who Came to that and also yep. participated in our giveaway. Yes, And then congrats to our winner, Kiri. Yes, congrats, congrats. We are in the process of getting
1: your little gift ready. Yes, we have contacted Kiri. They know that we will be shipping out the box kind of near the end of the month just as everything gets like shipped to us, but... That was really exciting. I still want to put together something. Um, If you did enter our giveaway, you know I asked people to like write like, oh, what was like a funny moment on the podcast that you really liked or whatever. And honestly, we got so many funny responses. So I'm still going to try and put them together in like a post or something because like honestly, they're hilarious. Mm -hmm, Some of them. They're really cute. They're like super cute. Also, like I knew I was going to laugh, but again, I didn't know I was also going to cry. Some of them were really sweet and I was like, damn, you guys really got me in the feels. What else? What else did we do? Uh, I feel like so many things have come out and
0: we haven't watched any of them.
1: No, we literally have not.
0: Other than Bo Burnham's
1: Inside Inside special on Netflix. Which we're obsessed with. Which just really resonated with us. I personally, um, White Woman Instagram and I'm Turning 30 really sat with me. I want the I'm Turning 30 song to be played when i turn 30 i told you when so kat doesn't want to turn 30 right no. so when she turns 30 i said that we are going to throw her like a rachel friends themed birthday because like you know when like rachel and friends she just like came out in her pajamas and she like cried on her 30th birthday but everyone still brought her like presents and cake like that's what we'll do and we'll just play that song we'll be like i'm turning and then the 30. best part of that song is turning like 30 30 turning 30 <laughs> And my stupid friends are having stupid stupid children. It's just so funny. Yeah. We're like, and a white woman. He's so bang on with that song. He was pretty bang on with every song that he wrote. He was so, so funny. And a lot of the
0: songs are super catchy,
1: too. I cannot get that. Like, you could listen to them just like on, because they're all on Spotify. And in fact, I do listen to them. Yeah, I know. Me too. Can I interest you in everything all of the time? A little bit of everything all of the time. Apathy. it's just on a loop in my head i know constantly all of
0: the, all of the songs i can't forget any of them
1: can't forget all stuck no. in my head Um, uh, my fiance's favorite song is the the jeffrey bezos song <laughs> jeffrey bezos Was jeffrey a, bezos born in 1964 jeffrey Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Bezos, come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. Donna put your back into it. Yeah, he loves that song. He loves that song. We haven't watched. We want to watch In the Heights so bad. We've been slacking, so fucking hard. And then Luca just came out. That too. And we watch. keep listening to all the In the Heights songs. Also, In you know Heights. that you know that one line on TikTok. Oh my gosh! Yes. Um. Oh my god! What is it? Oh, How fuck. does it start now? Fuck! Why isn't I know? It's like me. Um, um oh oh Da-na-na-na, i've been trying all night you've been shaking, shaking your, your ass, ass for like half, half of the heights i'm real ju- nice Da-na-na-na, i'm leaving vanessa and everyone's like obsessed with that line it's just so good don't make me laugh i've been trying all night you've been that shaking one. your ass for like half of the heights it's just i'm really excited to watch it i'm excited to watch luca we haven't caught up with loki there's a lot we've been like hardcore you're
0: behind on all Disney content. Literally. <laughs> and in nights.
1: Just been busy. Just been real busy. You know? I feel like June
0: really went by super fast. It is like literally and fucking like it, July. I don't know if you feel this way, but I felt last summer dragged on.
1: Like it went by really slowly compared to this summer. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like time has been in a warp these last two years, especially because of like the pandemic. Like, There's no, like some months, like March, fucking lasts forever. June, it's gone. Who knows what July will be like? Before we know it, it'll literally be the fall. Like it's fucking July. I know. Isn't that insane? I'm just like, what is going on? I think this is called getting old though. Mm. You just experience time differently, you know? But anyways, you know where you can escape all this? a fantasy novel in a good fucking book and what are we doing today throne of glass part two yes part duh so um needless to say spoilers ahead turn back now if you haven't read or don't because we're not your mom's and uh you can do what you want yeah yeah so where did
0: we leave off last time
1: okay so Dorian and Kale, Chip, were talking about what is killing the champions. And when Dorian brings up Selena, Kale storms off saying that he has to inspect Xavier's body again because, like, you know, they're both in love with her so they can't talk about her at the same time because the testosterone just gets too high and, like, toxic masculinity, like, ruins the conversation. (laughs) And they're like, I can't do this.
0: (laughs) So... We start off with Selena walking with Nehemia, and Selena uh, keeps staring at, like, the gargoyles and, like, all, like, the ward marks that are on the floor, and Nehemia warns Selena not to try to figure out what the ward marks mean because nothing good will come of it.
1: To me, that is just an invitation to do it. Yeah, it's like, I know, I hear what you're saying, but I'm gonna do the opposite. Yeah. What's that, what's that sound where it's like? Promise me you'll be on your best behavior. <sighs> I
0: already promised was someone else I'd
1: be on my worst, worst behavior. behavior.
0: Yeah. It's... Good old office yep. for you. So Selena then brings up the most recent murder. And Nehemia makes her like describe it to her and all of its gruesome details. She's
1: like listening to a murder podcast. She's like, oh, I want to know what was missing. Oh, his brain? Oh, interesting. Tell me more. His brain was taken out. His lung was eaten. His heart his was His face was cut off. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they are then interrupted by Kane and
0: Varen, and Kane tries to like instigate Selena and whispers so only she can hear. Um, he says, and let's see what that year and end of year really taught you. so that um, that's when it hits her that Kane knows who she, who she truly is.
1: Clearly, he's like privy to information, probably because of Duke Parrington. Yeah, I think Parrington yeah. just tells him everything. Yeah, exactly.
0: So Selena really wants to just hit him, but Nehemia like pulls her away and the two leave. Um, later, we're with Kale and Dorian, who are watching Selena train. And Dorian acts jealous when uh, he
1: sees her helping Knox train. He's hmm. like, Who's that? <laughs> Stay away from my girl. Interesting. He already has one man to deal with. He can't deal with another no, one. He truly can't.
0: Uh, a few days later, Selena is in the library researching the ward marks. And Kale is also in the library just like reading and he teases her that if the other like champions found out that she spends her spare time in the library, it would like ruin her reputation. Um, but she ignores him. She's like, I'm busy and you're relevant. She's like, stop. Um, but all that she has managed to find out about the word marks so far is that they are just like symbols that change meaning depending on the marks around them. But they have to be drawn in like a very precise manner or else like their meaning will change. Uh, She also learned about this theory that ward is like a force that holds together like countless worlds, and the mother goddess, whoever that is, whoever she is, yeah, is a spirit from another world that strayed through a ward gate and found Irelia.
1: Irelia, sure, which is the world, their world, I guess. Mm -hmm.
0: And when she got there, there was like an ancient civilization. That um, somehow
1: just disappeared possibly through another war gate. That sounds sketchy. Yes. Like, what do you mean it just disappeared? Like, they were like, bye.
0: <laughs> they Maybe. left?
1: They were like, I don't like you, so I'm gonna go. Well, I don't know. And I mean, this is like a common theme in SJM books, and everyone has like so many theories about like the multiple world, like the multiverse. The, multiverse. <laughs> the SJM multiverse. Yeah. Will we ever get a crossover novel? Maybe never. I don't know. I don't
0: know. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? She always leaves, like, Easter eggs within her books. Yeah, she about really how does. How they all are, like, connected somehow. But she's never, like, actually
1: I feel like, that in loss. hindsight now, we'll see a lot more of them. Because we actually are reading the Throne of Glass series. Which is, I think, yeah. her biggest work mm-hmm. thus far. So. so, also, these gates
0: can be summoned using the ward marks. And they can
1: open up into other realms. I mean, this sounds, like, a lot like... Sorry, now I'm just, like... Spitballing. They sound a lot like Crescent City, like the gates. Oh, you know what I mean. I'm like, oh, are those remnants? of word gates. So you're bringing up Crescent City, but truth be told, I don't remember anything from that book. We're, I literally say all the time. We have to listen to our own podcast episodes before we like go on and read sequels. I know it's been too long. It's That's, yeah. the, that's mm-hmm. the worst part about reading. A series
0: that's, that's not finished mm-hmm. or that's just started you have yeah. to wait years for the next one so long and you're
1: like what the fuck yeah you know me
0: no i don't no i don't literally don't yeah um so she's still in the library but she switches books to another book in her pile um and this one's called the walking dead and she doesn't really remember picking it but she opens it and then immediately the page she opens to is like this scary picture of like some creepy being um and then she's like, no, thank you. And she decides to shut the book. Absolutely. And then she hears like a creepy noise somewhere and asks Kale if he heard it too. But like, he's like, no. Um, and then she hears like a scraping noise somewhere beneath her feet. And then like Kale starts like snickering because it turns out that he's just trying to scare her. What an asshole. Because he saw what she was reading. <laughs> or maybe he was the one that put the book there. Who knows? Um, and this
1: just pisses her off. So she leaves. And she's like real mature. Did I, did I ever tell you... Um... What my fiance did to me when that time we we all went to Dominican with his hand. I feel like you you did, but I feel like it's so long ago that I kind of forgot. Okay, it reminds me so much of this. So we're laying in bed. And oh, yeah, I
0: remember this. You remember it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're
1: laying in bed, and my back is to his front, and like there's space between us because we're not like cuddly when we sleep. Like we need like space, right? But he always does something like nice, like he'll like scratch my back, or like I'll touch his foot with my foot because I need to know there's another person down there. So I just feel on my head like someone scratching my head, and it is so pleasant. So without turning around, and I'm half asleep at this point, probably a little bit drunk, and I'm like, Oh, that's really nice. Thank you so much for scratching my head. And he goes, I'm not scratching your head. <gasps> and I immediately lose my shit. And he is dying. Did you start like crying or something? Almost, yeah. And he is literally dying of laughter. He's like cackling, absolutely cackling. And the only reason why I was so scared was that the bed frame, like the headboard, had like a gap in it, so someone could easily like reach up from the gap from under the bed and like because feasibly- that's likely. You never know. You never know. But anyways, so. I mean, that those two stories are pretty equivalent. Right? Like, just men being assholes. Immature. Immature. Why God be like that? Anyways, so Selena is in her room trying to play pool, but is getting frustrated at how much she sucks at it, which I can, I can definitely relate to. Um, When she so misses. that's it.
0: very Aries of her, even though we found out she's actually what, a Taurus.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, we found out she's a Taurus. But. I don't care in my heart she's an aries <laughs> she's at least an aries rising you know there's aries somewhere in her there's, star chart exactly there sure. is somewhere in her birth chart for sure when she misses another shot she starts screaming and she like bites down on the like cue stick and again if that is not the most girl your teeth A- that too can you imagine your enamel um your teeth. and i'd be afraid to lose some. yeah no literally um and then dorian walks in on her and tells her that for the world's greatest assassin this is pathetic which is very accurate
0: but also like can he learn to knock because he literally comes into her room all the time without her knowing
1: everyone does that i feel i feel like everyone just like enters her room and i'm like she still deserves privacy like what is she yeah literally just like enter her room and just stare at her like just like watch her from afar but also then
0: that begs the question if she's such a good assassin how does she not hear that
1: Maybe she just doesn't care because it's Dorian. I know, but like. I know, I know. Like just knock. It's common courtesy. And don't do the knock and then immediately open the door after. That doesn't count. It's my biggest pet peeve. Or like
0: knock while you open the door. Literally. (laughs) Like like, knock while you're entering.
1: And I'm like, that's not knocking. Like that is just alerting me to the fact that you're about to come in. Like knocking is like asking permission. Can I come in? Can I come in? Waiting for a response and then opening the door. Guys, go on. Um, she tells him that he can shove the cue stick up his ass. And then he offers the teacher how to play and then pulls out like the oldest trick in the book and like puts his arms around her and shows her how to angle the cue stick. And he's all like, oh, babe, like do it like this. Um, and with his help, she manages to sink a ball in a pocket. Um, and then he challenges her to an actual game. So they end up playing until like 2am and spend the time talking about books and politics and history and he stayed until she eventually fell asleep. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. At this you, point, I was still flip-flopping between who I liked better.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, we haven't really seen a lot of either. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guess. So, like, this put Dorian in the lead for me at this point. I think. Personally.
0: Yeah, I think for a while I was more team Dorian. Me too. Me too. But mostly because of just like, you know, he's a prince. Yeah, I mean, and who doesn't want to be
1: with a prince? Right?
0: Yeah. Um. So selena is at her next test which is a sparring test and kane goes first and quickly beats his op- opponent then brollo praises kane which makes like selena like seethe and She's mad yeah and varon mocks her telling kane to watch out because the little lady wants a piece of him what a dick I know. And Knox defends her, but then Varen is like, Oh, do you have a deal with her? She opens her legs and you have her back, kind of thing. And rude. I know. Super rude. And Selena is literally about to murder him, but then Brolo breaks it up and tells them that they're like next to Spar in the ring with each other, like the two of them. So Selena is literally furious and tired of pretending that she is like weak. So when their fight starts, she literally kicks him so hard that he's sent flying out of the ring, instantly eliminating him and like their round is over. And then she like storms off. She's like, "See, exactly. A Taurus. That's would what not happens. Do that.
1: That's what happens when you fucks with me. That's what happens when you get in my fucking face. I kick you out of the ring. How powerful was that kick? She's what I'm asking. Definitely." i couldn't do it <laughs> i could not do that i could not i'd be so sore after
0: uh now we're with Keltain, mm-hmm. who was watching like a troop of acrobats perform for the queen and she's speaking with the queen and tells her that she wishes dorian could see the acrobats because he told her how much he enjoys coming to court but that he doesn't come to court often because he's shy i guarantee you he said none of those words Hundred percent. Um, and the Queen is like, Oh, Dorian already told me he's shy. I was hoping you'd tell me
1: something interesting. <laughs> like if he's interested in anyone. The Queen was like, This is cold tea, bitch. I need tea that is piping hot. Yeah. Otherwise, tell me something I don't already know. Tell me something I don't know. That's from In the Heights. I love it. True. Gorgeously I really wanna watch that movie. Can you tell? Okay. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Jesus. <laughs> um the queen tells her that it's a pity that
0: caltane is with parrington and didn't meet dorian first and caltane says that oh surely she's too lowly for the attentions of a prince but the queen says that caltane's beauty and wealth compensate for that and this just makes caltane want dorian even more because
1: now she has the queen's seal of approval caltane and i don't use this term lightly but caltane is the ultimate pick me girl you know I didn't even think of an, her of enough, honestly, when I read this book. I, she just like really irked me and rubbed me the wrong way. And on principle, I don't like to judge female characters because um, I love women. But I just feel like she's just constantly fishing for compliments and stuff. And like, I don't know. She just like rubs me the wrong way. I really don't like her. Um, I'm wondering if she'll have like a bigger role in the next books. But I'm honestly not sure because I don't i maybe don't just for like one of them maybe because i know a bunch of spoilers for this series but i don't know anything about caltane so i don't know maybe that'll be a surprise yeah i didn't
0: really know her character
1: existed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so selena and kale are training together and she finally tells kale that kane knows about her um but before they can get deeper into the conversation they're interrupted by two guards running to find kale saying that another body has been found Kale lets Selena go see the body with him, and when they get to the murder scene, there's, like, a gaping hole in the chest, and the brain and the face are all missing, which is fucking disgusting. Um,
0: Very gruesome.
1: There are claw marks on the ground and two word marks drawn on either side of the body in chalk. Um, turns out the body is Varin. Yikes. How do they know? That's what I was saying. You were saying, You were talking about that, right? Like, how would they know? But then apparently like in the book
0: selena figured it out because of his curls and she's like oh i would notice those curls anywhere
1: oh i just thought they would do it by process of elimination she'd be like like, okay if you're not dead raise your hand oh oh guys Varen's not here okay they didn't know it was a champion it could have been anyone oh that's true that's true fair they're gonna
0: they're gonna count i know but doesn't like
1: i guess like pattern right like you know they would assume yeah it's a champion sure like a serial killer would not deviate from his pool you know You're just, right yeah 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 you would know i would know i listen to a lot of true crime podcasts um selena notices that there is no blood in the claw marks meaning that whatever did this sharpened its claws before it gutted therein also meaning that this thing had time to do that before it attacked which is even more heinous so like clearly this isn't just some like like beast that's like you know can't help itself from murdering someone like it's like got some time to enjoy it right um also given the fact that varian was killed in a long hallway with no corner or doors close by he probably saw whatever killed him long before he got to the spot where he died which is absolutely terrifying then selena notices that varian's ankle tendons were snapped by a knife preventing him from running and sees fingernail marks on the floor as if varian was trying to drag himself away by his nails Ergo, he was alive the entire time while the thing sharpened its claws, while its master watched. So, like Varin died in a very, not only a very gruesome way, but like it's not like it was a quick death. Like the last moments of his life were probably absolutely traumatizing, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, it's just awful. Later that night. Dorian goes to find Selena in her room they talk about the new murder and Selena says that it looks bad on his father that all these champions are being killed and tells him that he should put more resources into solving the murders before she wins just because she's the last one standing Um, they both haven't gotten much sleep lately and then Dorian asks her to play the piano she refuses and he starts asking her personal questions and when she doesn't answer any of them he says that he doesn't know anything about her she agrees to answer one question and so he asks her why she likes music so much and she tells him that when she hears music she loses her herself within herself and for once she's creating instead of destroying this gave me like big nesta vibes
0: yeah i can see that
1: this whole like music thing you know mm-hmm. or like even just like when i don't know spoiler alert for akatar coming up when reese sends um vera the music in the dungeon like music is i feel like a big part of her novels like her imagery kind of thing like she likes using music a lot um then selena gets to ask dorian a question and she asks him why he's married yet he says that he can't stand the idea of marrying someone who is inferior to him in spirit and mind and if he did that it would be the death of his soul that is the most dramatic thing i've ever heard in my life. it's like <laughs> the death of his soul it would be the death like relax buddy um selena chastises him saying that marriage is a legal contract and doesn't mean that he can't love other people on the side which i guess is like you know a thing in like many rural families i'm assuming um, big assumption on my part. He replies that you marry the person you love and she starts laughing, calling him selfish. He calls her cruel for trying to ruin his dreams, but she says that she is being practical and that he is in a position where he can change Aurelia for the better and create a world where true love isn't needed to have a happy ending. Dorian is having a grand old time bantering with her and then they end up playing pool. So my guy Dorian is spending like a lot of time in yeah, her Yeah, he's like constantly going to find like, her. A lot of time with her.
0: So, Selena
1: awakens to Elena standing at the foot of her bed. I think it's Elena. I wish it wasn't, but it is. I'm almost a 999 percent right. I think it's... Like, like when I see that name, I would never say it that way. I know. I know. But it is... I It, 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 it is. Yeah. It irritated me in the audiobook. that Elena it was like Selena, Elena. It's like A-I. Yeah. I mean, E-L. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So,
0: Selena awakens to Elena standing at the foot of her bed. Elena warns Selena to keep an eye on her right and that she'll find answers there and then disappears. So cryptic. What the fuck does this mean? See, why is it that in, like, fantasy novels, when someone, like, is trying to help, they always just talk in, like, riddles? Okay. I mean, like, you know how much faster
1: shit would get done if you just said what you meant. And it's not like Elena is, like, a live person that stands to, like lose her life if she's yeah, found like, out to be helping yeah, someone exactly, you know what exactly. i mean like it's not like cedric diggory telling harry like the egg would probably like to take a bath like you know what i mean this is just like girl you're dead just help her just okay, save it also you just brought up cedric diggory uh-huh he why could not he just tell harry like
0: put it in a bath because put it underwater like didn't
1: ugh. harry literally tell him it's dragons yeah he, did, task he his didn't he didn't say he
0: didn't say a riddle about, like, it's a thing that flies and breathes fire. You know, You know,
1: like, he mm-hmm. mm-hmm. just flat out said what I he, would brush up on dragonology if I were you and, like, walk away mysteriously. Like, yeah. fuck off. Like, just say, it's dragons. Put the egg underwater. Uh, fucking look on your right because tomorrow there will... Like, you know what I mean? Like, just say... Say what you mean. But it's like that even, like, in mystery novels, oh, too, and stuff
0: like that. Like, I remember when I was in high school, I did this play, um... I forget what the play was called, honestly. Did I watch you in it? Probably because... The I Drowsy in,
1: Chaperone? No, I wasn't in that. That's a musical. Oh. I was in a play. I don't remember then. But I know... I know you did see is. me do it. It was the same year as The Drowsy Chaperone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was in the play, not the musical. Anyway, yes, it was, can't remember it was like a murder mystery. And
0: I was the one that got murdered. <laughs> 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 I got murdered right at like intermission. Um, and so I saw the murderer. And so like... The detective comes and fi- like sees me dying on the floor. And literally while I'm dying, all I say to him is, look for the one with the bar. And you're like... And I'm like, I could have just said a name while I was dying. If I had that much
1: energy to me to say that line... Truly. I could have said the person... Who was the murderer? It was Winston. Oh, thank murder you. Murder solved, guys. We don't need an act two. We Turns, can wrap it up. And, I'm, and like,
0: I think the riddle that I said ended up being like, the person who did it was the lawyer i think i was gonna say look like, to the one with the like the bar yeah like exam. the bar yeah so thing. i think it was, i think the, the the murderer was a lawyer if i remember i don't know It was a long time and ago my i don't thing remember
1: it's like if you have enough energy as you're dying to come up with an well, actual riddle that exactly. makes sense like, like you should be able to say like
0: hey wouldn't uh, it
1: have been easier and less effort
0: as me dying to just say a first name or just be like the lawyer did it you know like, just say the name sure it's not that difficult there wasn't a tons of people there that could have had the same name no, we were all trapped you know. on an island and we were being killed off by one like you know one at a time <laughs> i don't remember this play a lot Ugh, i for-
1: fuck we got to look it up or something I don't remember
0: what it was called i think numbers was in the name
1: i don't know we'll ask someone we'll see if we can figure it out because i yeah. want to be reminded of a yeah. storyline that's what happened i was murdered <laughs> she was murdered swiftly were you the first one to be murdered
0: oh, i don't remember i'll remember i was murdered no i don't think so because the detective was already there
1: yeah, and it was at intermission, so Act One yeah, would no, have been, I, like, finished. Yeah, no, I I died like r- literally, and then back I just stood backstage for the rest of the play, <laughs> just chilled. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Ah, oh, good times, good times. So,
0: anyways, just you know, say what you mean. Makes and the world no,
1: no more riddles. Yeah, we don't like riddles. No, no more.
0: Yeah. Um. So, anyways, right now we have no idea what uh, look to the left. Uh, or look. To we look. have no idea what uh, look to the right means right now. Nope, not at all. Um, but she has a test the next day. And so this test, um, the 13 remaining champions each have to arrange seven goblets containing different poisons
1: from most benign to deadliest. I loved this chapter. I don't know why, like, tasks like this, I find them so entertaining. I don't know why. I mean, would we succeed? Probably not. Oh, fuck no. I would die for sure. 100 percent. there's no questions asked i don't have the skill set for this what is it mithridatism or whatever the fuck it's called okay but that's the when you drink poison that's the art of like still becoming like, immune to poison how does one become adept at that i am gonna start researching poisons just in case i'm ever put in a situation highly unlikely but not totally unlikely
0: just saying the percent of you being killed, the chance of you being killed by poison is probably never low. zero. Never zero. <laughs> is low,
1: but never zero. Have you ever gotten, this is so off topic, but it's fine. We're already here. Um, have you ever gotten food poisoning? Not that I can remember. Okay. I've gotten it twice. It is the most violent experience of your life. Also, you end up like, I swear like coming off of food poisoning, you actually lose like shit ton of weight because you just yeah. can't. it's insane but
0: i mean that's not like an intentional type of poisoning. no no
1: it's not at it's all it's like, like by accident and then you're like holy fuck like i am like, like something was wonky 100- about the food but it wasn't yeah exactly it's so bad Ugh. So back to this experience <laughs> anyways back to the poison <laughs>
0: back to the poison test so when the time is up they each have to drink from the goblet that they think is the most harmless see this is why we would have died yes and whoever gets the order the most wrong goes home no one will die from this because apparently they have, like, antidotes. So if you do drink the worst one, they'll give you the antidote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Um, so at least no one's going to die, which is nice. That's always nice. a little insurance policy. Yeah. You know. So Selena manages to figure out um, most of them, but then she struggles with the last two goblets. Then she glances to her right to find Peller also down to look at the same last two goblets. And she sees how he arranges them um then he briefly looks up at her and like nods He's like, like yeah like, this is right this is it and she remembers that peller had once said that he had been trained in poisons and then she and realizes then... that he stood to her right what? just like elena had told her that she'd find answers to her right look
1: at that it all comes back around. I really didn't think it would come this quick. No, me neither. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like the end of the novel yeah, shit." Meanwhile, it's so it was important. like literally. It's literally later. The next
0: day. She uses this riddle. Yeah. Damn. Um. So she arranges this the goblets the same way Peller does just before like the time runs out, and then in the end, only her
1: and Peller win the test. And I think like the one they were debating or something like, or the one she was debating ended up being the most deadly. The two that, like, that they were devi-
0: The two that they were
1: debating was like the most deadliest and the least deadliest. and the least deadly yeah. and the most deadly i think is like bloodbane or something like that and it's like super hard to yeah. detect um selena's with nehemia and nehemia tells her that she can sense something is wrong and though selena never voices any of her troubles they are friends so when selena needs her she'll be there so i guess like you know she's giving selena like a little pep talk um this really touches selena And Nehemia then invites her to go watch some acting troupe that the queen invited her to. But Selena says that she can't. She's like, "Mm, no. They end up in the kennels and they find Dorian there who shows Selena the new puppies. I would literally die at this. I know. So cute. Yes, absolutely. Puppies. Um, Selena notices one of the pups in the corner that won't come near them. And Dorian tells her that the pup won't respond to humans. So we'll have to be killed. Um, This fucking appalls Selena. And I'm just like... 100 percent. this is ridiculous why would we do that to the puppy and she refuses to let dorian kill the puppy since it bothers her so much dorian promises to find the puppy at home because he's in love with selena and he doesn't want to upset her um nehemia and selena leave since nehemia has to get ready for the play and while they walk nehemia asks selena if she likes dorian selena is quick to deny it but nehemia doesn't seem to buy it she's like girl i know you like him it's fine she parts ways with nehemia and then starts walking back to her room on her way she runs into kane who is panting and is acting like really fucking weird and looking at her like super if a man ever ran up to me and he was panting and acting weird i would simply run in the other direction seems like a safe can you imagine thing to do. like they're coming up to you and like <laughs> like it's like what the fuck like get away from me she asks what's wrong but he doesn't say anything and then just starts like running off again like is that not the creepiest thing ever i would be very sussed out i would be perturbed she's like that's suspicious and that's weird that's weird and sends messages to Knox and paylor to stay in their rooms tonight just in case because like you know she's like fuck if someone's gonna die she didn't want it to be like her two allies essentially yeah, yeah. so
0: now we're with parrington who goes to see Caltain and she isn't feeling well he asks if he should go, but she tells him that she is well enough to enjoy his company, but he must forgive her absent mindedness. Mm-hmm. Parenting says that she is one of the cleverest women he's ever met, and even Dorian told him that he thinks so too. But during this conversation, they got interrupted by Lady Lillian
1: before dorian could say more see at this point i was 100 percent convinced that parrington was is, like manipulating 100 is doing yeah. this on purpose because like why the fuck would he tell her this yeah like, why are you mean? stirring the pot exactly the pot. like what don't happening? you want her to like is it and plus isn't he supposed to be like courting her and shit yes. i was like it's not like, like you're clearly some... there's something else going exactly. on exactly yeah so this gets
0: Keltain's attention and she thinks that she needs to do something to stop lillian uh Keltaine says that she has heard that Selena's background is not as pure as it should be, and that they should learn more about her in order to protect the prince. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the end of their conversation. Yeah, for the time being, for now. Back in Selena's room, Selena is reading um, when Hemia enters, crying, saying that she didn't know where else to go. Selena asks her what happened, and Hemia tells her that a legion of Otterlin. Yep, thank you, because there was no way I was going to say that right. <laughs> um, a legion of the, of their army captured 500 Eelwe, thank you again, rebels. And when some of the rebels tried to escape on the journey to prison, the soldiers killed all of them as punishment, even the children. That's fucked up. And unable to, like, say anything that would make Nehemia feel better, Selena just kind of, like, holds her while she cries.
1: And honestly, that's sometimes all you need to do It's all you can do sometimes sometimes you can't say like what makes that what better? could she have said that would have yeah because that's that that's absolutely heinous like what yeah. what could she have said my question is like so has has the king conquered that many regions that none of them are willing to band together i think he's conquered the whole kingdom for the most except part except for Eelway. like i'm just like wow like he's literally just conquered everyone like no one was like hey fucker like stop i thought he had eel way too
0: oh are they conquered or i think they're conquered but they just have a lot of rebels and they have rebels who are trying to like rebel right um and it's not working clearly i don't know i just like was wondering that, which makes me think like okay to have this invincible of an army magic yes like he's got to be using something that makes them invincible yeah but
1: he's you know what the the thing in these books though is like when you're essentially a dictator like you're above the law like yeah sure he outlawed magic but he's not gonna follow that rule probably he's a lot doesn't apply to him he's the king he makes the laws i'm just like but i'm just interested like like if his like these kingdoms cannot be happy being conquered like you're telling me that no one none of them got together and we're like hey do you want to form an alliance
0: with me? But that always has to be fueled by a ruler, like or not a ruler, but like a leader,
1: someone so like, like so, yeah. someone
0: who is like, let's join forces. So maybe the uh, guess someone like that doesn't come along. Maybe, but maybe
1: someone will come along. Maybe her Just name is you wait, Selena. Speaking of Selena, Selena has gotten her period and is having bad cramps. We've all been there, cause that's fucking rough. See, that's like the one thing I like about like SGM books, she always kind of brings up
0: like periods, yeah. which I think is not something that's like commonly no. talked about in like fantasy novels. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a or, thing. or in most novels, really, it's like girls just don't have mm-hmm.
1: periods for the entire book. It's the same thing as like um, dystopian novels where they never talk about like... The like tra- how are they meeting their needs you know yeah exa- like you're telling me these girls like are shaving waxing plucking you know how much shit i do to myself to make myself look like a solid seven <laughs> like a lot <laughs> let me tell you one week into the apocalypse my unibrow would be raging so i just i need to know these things so it's really interesting that you're right like the she brings up like periods and shit yeah. um Kill comes in to see her and she tells him that she's not feeling well and he thinks it's because of what happened um, to the Eelway rebels. He tells her that what happened to the rebels makes him sick too and tells her that it's a good thing she befriended the princess and he appreciates her unwavering friendship with her. Selena can't answer because she's overcome by the urge to vomit. Um, He keeps talking saying that he might... Have been wrong about her. And he takes great pride in his job. And she's Otterland's assassin. But he was wondering if she wanted to dot dot dot. But he's interrupted by Selena projectile vomiting all over the floor.
0: Man just wanted to ask her on a date. Literally. Bad timing.
1: This scene was so funny though. Like the subject matter is very serious. Because we're talking about the rebels. But literally this poor girl is like about to vomit. And he thinks that she's upset because of the rebel so he's like just blabbering on and on and she's basically like like, i was dying he's like oh shit you're actually sick and she tries to explain that she's not sick in that way but he doesn't seem to get it so she spells it out for him telling him point blank that she just got her period he's then embarrassed and leaves boys without sisters i know how do they like okay i shouldn't paint that's a very broad brush I'm sure that some guys without sisters know about this shit, but like, also probably not. Well, like, I I
0: know there was a trend at one point on TikTok. I feel like this was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Where like girls asked their significant others, um, like how like how do they think the pad goes Works. on? Yeah. And I asked my fiance this because oh he has he has um only brothers. He doesn't have any sisters. Yes, yes. yes. Um. And I was like, there's no way that he's going to know this. Did he? No. Not, no freaking
1: clue. Okay. So maybe I was right. No idea. What did he say? Oh, wait, I think something with the flaps sticking to like the vagina or something like that. No,
0: I don't even know what he said, but I was
1: just like, no, that's like literally not it. Absolutely incorrect. I feel like in sex ed though, don't they teach you both? I mean, maybe not well. I guess, yeah, maybe not well. I don't know. I feel like girls always know so much about guy stuff. Okay, but like, I guess there's not much stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
0: I don't know. Maybe they just don't care enough to pay attention when they're taught. I don't know. I don't remember learning how to put a pad on or use a tampon in sex ed or health class. I don't remember learning any of that stuff. I think we definitely talked about it. I don't think I learned that.
1: I mean, I learned it out in the wild. <laughs> you learned it in the wilderness. You yeah. learned it. In- <laughs> you were you were in the trenches yeah. when you learned it. Oh man, I remember. Listen, I remember getting my period. Did you? Okay, I don't know why. Did your like mom act like it was this like amazing thing that just happened to you? My mom was like weirdly like, congratulations. I was like, what the fuck? Honestly, I don't even remember. Getting it for the first time. It wasn't like a dramatic thing for you, was it? I, I don't even like. D- it. Did it like happen like midday at school, and you I, were like, Fuck. I couldn't
0: even tell you. Okay. I don't have any recollection of my first. Because like mine was, period.
1: mine was like this. Might be too TMI, but like mine was so mundane. Like I literally just got home, and like literally as I was getting home, I was like, oh, and like I just called my mom because she was on her way home from work, and I was uh, like, yeah. I feel like hey. mine
0: was so insignificant that I yeah, don't even yeah, remember it
1: at all. Meanwhile, I'm sure there are some people out there who got their periods and they just have the most traumatic stories maybe
0: yeah and Could you that, imagine like getting it for the first time while wearing pa- like white pants that oh seems like absolutely a not.
1: or like at school and like people see it because yeah. it's just like let's be honest like around the time you get your period like kids are assholes and like they a hundred percent would have like Said something.
0: Honestly, the first time I use this again, this is probably too much. Like TMI. It's fine. Well. We're
1: already we're already in deep. <laughs> like
0: for me, like I feel like the first time I use a tampon is more memorable
1: than the time I got my first period. See, I don't, it was very mundane for me too. Was it like an experience? An experience? No, it was just
0: mostly me freaking out because I had no
1: idea how it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to read the label, being like, "Wait, oh my god." Kate, okay, I don't know too. Like if you've ever had to like buy a tampon from one of those like weird things in the bathroom and they come in the cardboard applicators i'm like bitch what
0: i've never um
1: done that because i always come prepared
0: i always carry what
1: you actually do i always ask you yeah i'm (laughs) like i'm like the friend you ask, like do you have a pad do you have a tampon i'm like yes was it in, well no you went to an all-girls school so it was probably fine but i went to a co-ed school so like passing each other like tampons was like literally like passing each other drugs like you yeah, had to do like for us was sneaky, like throwing like, it across the freaking oh, hallways see, that, that's kind of nice like at a co-ed school like some of the guys were just like rude and they would be like you pa- yes bitch you don't want me to bleed everywhere thank you so much no no for us it wasn't like stealthy i think as i got older though i gave less fucks yeah you know then you're just like fuck you then you put a tampon up their nose Get like fun. she's the man. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Anyways. <sighs> um, send us your tampon stories. <laughs> yeah, if you would like. If I mean... you have a traumatic story that you would love to get off your chest. And
0: again, sorry if you thought this was TMI.
1: Oh well. Are we sorry? <laughs> Anyways, so yes, poor, um, Kale leaves because he just cannot function around this woman and her period. Um, Dorian comes to see her saying that he ran into Kale who told him about her current condition. (laughs) She tells him to leave her alone, but he refuses to leave. He teases her a bit and then she throws a book at him, um, because he like still won't leave. Like he's still hanging around. He looks at the book and is like, this isn't a book I own and turns to a random page and starts reading it. Turns out, Selena's a book bitch because it's a smutty book. Oh, I love the scene. It's so funny. And Selena tells him that he can borrow it when she's done and it will give him some creative ideas of things to do with his lady friends. He tells her that he will not read it. And she teases him saying that he's just like Kale who also refused to read it. Which is a lie. A big fat lie. But, again, because toxic masculinity, that's enough incentive for Dorian to agree (laughs) to read the book because he can't be like... You know, he's, he's like be better than kale. he has to be better than door uh, than kale. Selena notices him staring at her and asks why he's staring at her and he tells her that she's beautiful. She calls him stupid. But he <laughs> continues. <laughs> like, don't be stupid. Literally. This is so like grade school shit. Like girl like, can't take a compliment. Do we fucking. Dumb, like yeah, hundred percent. um But he, well, what, what do you want him to say? You're ugly. Like, would you prefer that? I know, I know. But it's sometimes I, it's I'm like the same way. Like, it's so awkward. Like accepting compliments. Sometimes you're like, oh, thank. You. Like even when my, like even when my fiance compliments me. Sometimes I'm like, Hee-hee. like I just I don't know what to say. I'm like thanks. Like I don't know what to do. Um. But anyways, Dorian continues to stare at her thinking about what it would be like to kiss her. He's been doing a lot of that lately, thinking about kissing her. It's the week of Yulemas, and it's supposed to be a time for relaxation, but all Dorian can think about is what his father did to those rebels and doesn't know how he's supposed to rule a country one day when his soldiers are trained to have no compassion for human life. So like, again, we get to see like this really clear divide between like Dorian and his father he tells her that he is ashamed of what happened to those rebels and he understands why she would have such ease killing his kind and he doesn't blame her for it he tells her that she has every right to hate Otterlin for seizing control of terracin he tells her that he wants no part of it but he isn't enough of a man to stand up against his father and so he chose otterlyn's assassin to be his champion because he knew it would annoy his father and it was the only choice he had so it's like he's just making the best out of like the shitty situation that he perceives himself to be in um, because he does not yet have the balls to stand up to daddy um she tells him that she doesn't hate him and hopes that she hasn't hurt him he says that she hasn't hurt him but has made things a little more entertaining and says if only she could come to you the like the Yulmas ball with him she's like why can't i come and he says that she knows why she can't come like you know why you can't come um, no
0: actually i don't know why she can't come
1: please explain it to me no truly though because like, like, i don't understand you're letting here, all the other champions go to here's stuff. my thing even if no one knew about this whole competition people have seen her around the castle I they know. just think she's a court lady and this one is like a masked ball so like yeah. really like some. you know they might not know that we there. know though then nothing good happens at masked balls true but i actually don't think anything happens at this i one. was gonna say this mask ball though really throws a wrench yeah. into our our masked ball theory 100 percent, because like some good shit happens after it um before he leaves he kisses her on the cheek without thinking and he just skedaddles off so he's like oh shit i hope she liked it are and and again this is just ramping up my love of dorian at this point like mm-hmm. i was really like i was really team dorian yeah like hard Side note: I remember what the name of the play I was in is called. Oh my god,
0: (laughs) it's called "Any Number Can Die." Oh, if y'all
1: are interested in amazing, looking into it, I I would never have remembered that.
0: I knew there was a number, like the (laughs) word, like the number was. (laughs) What did
1: you Google? Did you Google it, or did it just like hit you? No, no,
0: no. I googled it. Murder play number.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It got it came up. I mean, Google has the answers to everything.
0: I'm pretty efficient on Google, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, you are. You 100% are. You I always find to search it. it. Mhm.
0: Okay, so yeah, so that's the name of the play. Just in case. And the guy who did it was the one with the bar.
1: The bar. There you go. Exactly.
0: In case you wanted to know. So the spoilers. next spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> truly fuck. So the next <laughs> evening, KL sees Dorian and Selena walking in the courtyard and can't help but get jealous because man's be falling for her.
1: Literally. Yeah. And you just fallen in love slowly.
0: Yeah. So we find out that three more tests have happened and three more champions were killed. Gruesomely, um, Leaving only six left. And we don't get to see, like, the tests. No, I, I think one of them was, like, an obstacle course, which would be have been cool too. you were read. saying
1: like oh would have been cool to like actually read about the test but then i was like would i have read them or would i have skimmed them see but i like that
0: kind of thing like okay. think like you know like goblet of fire is my favorite i know no, i wait. know you
1: do like that book a lot yeah see that's like my favorite harry potter see, like i don't
0: the trials
1: i don't like the action tests i like the ones like the poison
0: okay but there could have been a mix to make yeah, everyone that's happy. Fine.
1: i would have read the ones like the poison i would have skipped the obstacle course one i just would have skimmed out. I'm like okay let's let's get the show on the road I'm incapable of skimming. I skim like it's
0: my day job. I wish. I must read every single word. (laughs) Or else it's like I haven't read the book. It's like I don't feel fulfilled. She like... Maybe that's like my weird thing. Maybe. Maybe that's why I refuse to to skim. Maybe. Like you have to have every single word. Like I have to feel like I've read every single Every word for the book to be... Because sometimes I will skim and then I'm like,
1: wait, no. I must go back. And then I go back and I read every single word. She like comes up to me the other day and she goes so like do you read every word when you read and I was like I don't know what you mean and she's like you know like in your head like do you read every word and I'm like I mean I guess but it's more like a skim like I don't like like I just process the sentence as a whole like meaning wise rather than like every single word and she's like no I can't do that and I'm just like that's it that's the end of that conversation no because when I do that I'm like you feel like you missed something yeah I, and I haven't one. but like you feel like it yeah Exactly. So I'm clearly can't miss,
0: broken a little.
1: Can't miss that. And something. Bro- <laughs> no,
0: literally. I I have to read. She said. Why do I have to read that? It's like clearly you- she said it. Why do I? Like you know what I mean? There <laughs> were quotation marks. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. It's
0: all right. A problem.
1: Maybe there. that's why I'm a slow reader. <laughs> Maybe because you just have to read every single word. But that's yeah. okay. That's your thing. Meanwhile, me, I'm like, all right. What does this sentence mean as a whole? And so just like, let's move just... on. On the opposite
0: sides of the spectrum, I guess. Literally. Um, So while walking in the courtyard, Dorian asks Selena about the necklace that she always wears. And he's like, did someone give you a gift? Like, who
1: was it? What's (laughs) his name? Does he live here? Like, can I see him? Like, who is it? (laughs) I just want (laughs) to talk. Why? Man's already jealous. Why has he given you something? And I have not. Truly. So
0: she lies and just says that she found it in, like, the jewelry box in her room. But he says that it's very old looking. And he tells her that... Elena, the first queen of Otterlin, had a magic amulet that was given to her by a spirit when she was about to be killed by the Dark Lord. Pause the story because I have some quarms. You have some qualms. quarms? Qualms. 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 Is that the word? Yeah. Do you have a qualm? I have a qualm with the, with Dark Lord. Yeah. I feel like we're not creative enough. Like we need to step it up. Like we have the Dark One. We have. the dark Dark lord Lord. twice because i learned the darkling the darkling guys just because he's bad doesn't mean he has to have the word dark in it like be creative the destroyer something the world eater the like don't ask me because i can't come (laughs) up with anything creative like don't ask my opinion Mm -hmm. but there are people who are creative out there just not me Mm -hmm. so i don't know the nothingness like something
1: else Let's move away from Dark Lord. Like I just we think we have dark, evolved past the need for the. Just get rid of yeah. dark and let's think something different. Let's think of something else. Like a like a like a synonym. Yeah, know, with dark. Like it's a little contrary, you know? It's just a little like obvious. shadow. The shadow man. Oh, okay. The shadow Lord of Shadows. The shadow Lord. The Lord of Shadows. Lord of lord the Night Lord. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like let's let's, let's, let's change build. It up. Let's build off this. Let's brainstorm, guys. Let's brainstorm. Um, email us your ideas about what you would name a villain in your book and please dark lords already taken (laughs) dark lords already taken dark lings already taken. dark ones already taken something else guys i just think that we can uh, branch out here yeah i think we can too
0: so anyways well he's telling her this
1: story slana's like wait Has he figured this out already? Like literally, what this amulet is. Not gonna lie, when I was reading this part, I was panicking. I was like, "Shit, man, he didn't. It didn't even take him like." But also, he got a little hotter for being that smart. I know, true. You know what I mean? He's very well read, though. Like I wasn't surprised. You know.
0: So he goes on to say that when Elena put the necklace on, she saw the Dark Lord for what he was, which was ugly. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was really good. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he wasn't able to harm her and he was and she was able to call him by his like true
1: name um call me when you want okay i'm done sorry <laughs> call me alexander <laughs> everyone was so pressed about that being in well, like episode whatever clearly the the dark this dark lord's real name is like special is it like a thing with like dark lords they don't want you to know their names because it was the same with Voldemort. he hated his name or like his name was like you know was that the reason why they called him he who should not be named? Well, no, they called him he who should not be named because they thought that there was a tr- like a trace or something on his name. Um So every time you said Voldemort, it alerted him to like where you were. And then it was so evil that people didn't like saying his name, but he didn't like his name tom marvelo riddle because he really liked to be like unique and special and i think the first time he went to like the leaky cauldron or something like that he found the bartender whose name was also tom and that really upset him because he was like oh i'm not special how dare there be another Tom?" literally it's like fucking relax kid okay there's lots of other people with your name on the planet but anyways i digress go ahead (laughs) um so we're gonna move away from harry (laughs)
0: potter um so yeah so she ends up calling him by his true name and he's so like caught off guard by this that he becomes like distracted, um, and he's distracted enough that Gavin is able to kill him. Mm-hmm. And he also says that the necklace was called the Eye of Elena, but it has been lost for centuries. <laughs> and Selena's like, ha, 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 oh my god, that's so that's such an interesting story. <laughs> what? Why would you think that this necklace is you know that the eye? Of Elena. That's so crazy. Why would I have that? That's insane. He's like probably like dust by now after all those centuries, and he's like, yeah, you're probably right. Like it's probably um nothing. But he says that her necklace looks like the pictures that he's seen of the eye, so he's thinking maybe it's just like a replica.
1: I mean, that's a fair assumption. Like I feel like you know that's that was a a good that was a good like like like, one plus one equals two. You know, yeah.
0: Even though it's not the right, he kind of got to like three instead of two. Yeah, but like he was pretty close. Close enough. Close enough. Selena quickly changes the subject because she's like, no more talking about this. Um, and she asks him when his brother is arriving. But Dorian says, lucky me. Um, because it turns out the snow in the mountain is preventing his brother from coming home. And he's happy about that because I guess he doesn't like his brother.
1: I feel like the brother introduction is going to be i feel like one. it's gonna be
0: a spoiled brat like a
1: like yeah but the I, true definition of a spoiled brat prince but i i i want it like i wonder if he's gonna have like a big role like if there's gonna be something to it or if he's just gonna be like the i think he is, spoiled brat i and, think like, he's gonna have like a like, a, like a villainous type deal a dark lord if you will maybe maybe we'll see a shadow man a shadow man <laughs> um
0: so selena's back in her room now and she's reading a book in bed and she gets spooked by the sound of a door slamming because now everything is like spooking her out 100 um and she kind of like jumps which causes the book in her hands to like fly out of her hands and it slides under her bed and when she goes to reach for it she notices like a white line across the floor beneath her bed so she pushes uh her bed out of the way and she finds ward marks drawn on the floor with chalk i would have shit myself and she's like oh oh hell no and she grabs a pitcher
1: of water and like throws the water on the floor and starts scrubbing the floor until all the marks are gone. This is why on principle, I don't like to get things that fall under my bed. Just because. What do you mean Like, that? if Like if something inconsequential falls under my bed, I'm probably not it's gonna get it. It's gone. It's gone. It's in the abyss now. I'm not getting it because you know all those TikToks of like the demon watching me try and plug in my like. That, that's <laughs> so why I me-
0: just get one of those bed frames that's directly on the floor. Like, there's no space. But I don't like
1: those. Okay, well then, you know what? Stylistically, they're not my favorite. You're not
0: helping yourself here, (laughs) is what I'm hearing.
1: It's like, you're like, I understand the problem, but I'm not willing to fix it. I mean, is that not the story of my (laughs) life, or is that not the story of my life? I mean, a little bit. We all know. I contemplate all the time. Do I need therapy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I just, it scares the shit out of me under the bed. Scary stuff. It's like the closet. All doors must be closed in my room when I go to bed. a 100%. Okay, so actually, fun fact, when I was a kid, I had to sleep with the door open. That's
0: terrifying. I know. What if someone just like stood in your door and you woke I up know. and you saw a shadow in your door frame? But then, that is my nightmare. But
1: then let me give you this. So as a child, my my thought process was, what if someone climbs through the window? and the door is closed and in my disoriented sleepy state by the time i get to the door i fumble with the handle it's not opening it's not opening and then i get murdered because the door was closed whereas if it's open easy escape from the room
0: i mean i guess there's pros and cons to both of these <laughs> arguments
1: it's just what are you more afraid of someone climbing yeah. through your window or someone being in your For doorway truly just seeing a shadow in my doorway yeah fair i i mean i sleep with the door closed now like now i'm like oh, <laughs> close everything and literally can't even be open like no, a crack? a crack? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because what if you hear a creak at night, that's it. I'm okay, done. so
0: like when you're sharing bed, mm-hmm. which side do you pick? Closer I prefer to the
1: window or the door? I prefer the side farthest away from the door. So I am the second one to die. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> However, if someone were to climb through the window, you'd be the first to die. Exactly. But I feel like I'd hear someone trying to climb through the window. Whereas like maybe someone coming through the door, like I'd have less of a chance of hearing them because they've already entered the home. And now this is just them sneaking up, you know? Fair enough. Why do we do this to ourselves? Do you ever get scared of your bathroom curtain? Like in your shower? Oh, that someone's going to just like rip that open and kill you while you're naked? Do you ever just like punch it just to make sure there's no one there?
0: I mean, I definitely have thought about it, but I don't do that. I'm just like, hmm.
1: Or sometimes I'm just like peek out, you know? You're it's just like, like, mm, like, mm, like you got to check it. Just like a little peek out. Yeah. Okay, no I mean, I'm scared to close my eyes in the shower.
0: No, see what I think about more than the shower one uh-huh. is going to like wash your face. <gasps> and when you get up, there's you, someone behind you, you in the mirror. <laughs> and you look, you come back up
1: and there's someone behind you staring at you in the mirror. Okay. That's mine. That's so, mine. So my irrational fear is while I'm washing my hair and my eyes are closed. When I open my eyes, there's going to be someone in front of me in the shower. <laughs> like, what's wrong? They just jumped in and like, you didn't hear what? it at all. <laughs> like, what's wrong with that? I don't know. I feel like some of these are, like, Valid. You know, I feel like a lot of these things happen in, like, horror movies. I know. That's true. Like, I'm also scared of, like, the fridge door, closing the fridge door. And then someone's like, Oop, like, behind the fridge door when you close it. So that, one's, that one doesn't plague me. For me, mirrors, mirrors kind of freak me out. But mirrors just freak me out in general. I don't like the concept of them. I don't like it how did they do things without mirrors once upon a time i don't know and like what do they is- go to lakes well, like, can you know all up? those tiktokers are like tell me some things that your brain can't wrap ar-. my head cannot wrap around the concept of mirrors how does it not look like you know like what it just shows you what's in front of it in reverse i just don't understand it two-way mirrors now that's a thing too oh that's Get too through? much to think about that's too much to think about i literally can't like i sit sometimes i'm like how is it that i'm looking at myself in a mirror right now
0: i mean i'm sure there's a you could watch a video
1: i'm gonna look up a video after this <laughs> how do mirrors work i know it's like back in the day they used to be made out of mercury really yeah because mercury is reflective i think yeah but i don't think you can make them out of mercury anymore i think that's like bad toxic yeah that's yeah. like toxic i mean they used to put lead in paint we used to do a lot of stupid they shit. you used back to put lead day. in hats why are people like this i
0: don't know because we didn't know better we're so stupid
1: honestly how would you know
0: though until people started
1: dying from the lead i mean true and they're like oh shit huh common denominator the lead actually you want to know what's something really sad the area that i went to grad school in had like a lead poisoning problem from the water like, I think, like yeah there were still some people in old houses that had to deal with like lead in their water it was oh really gosh. sad
0: and because no bueno. and like
1: lead can cause like um hearing loss lots of stuff like hearing loss by
0: I- L- Beethoven oh my gosh no from wearing lead hats. <gasps> i think i could be making this up
1: no that sounds real i believe it or was it lead baths i don't know i don't know i don't know something with lead i think yeah it can also cause like um issues with brain development in children is really bad check your house for lead how do you even do that um i don't know i think you might like a kit like you can get a tester kit they even had like old like toys that were recalled because they had like lead in them and stuff it's crazy did you google the beethoven thing? <laughs> i think i'm completely off base <laughs> i don't know where i heard that someone please tell her where she heard that i'm sure that you're not the only one who thinks that because that know. sounded real i like i was nodding i was like yeah that's right i yeah, was like yeah that's about lead, right lead poisoning yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. that sounds plausible that sounds about right
0: lead in the hats. hats well that's how like the whole theory of like mad hatter came <gasps> from. Cause i also because he, he was kooks no not beethoven the like, mad hatter because of the lead in the hat yeah he was kooks he was like "Ooh, ooh. But, like the mad hatter <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so are we talking about beethoven now (laughs) are we wearing lethats are we okay (laughs) i feel like i'm making all of this do you know when you like think you know something so confidently and then you say and you're like wait Wait. (laughs) is that actually true I don't know. Really I could be, like I said, died. I could
1: be completely off base. Yeah, I not even this know. This conversation is so out of pocket. Every, like, <laughs> imagine just, like, scrolling through the podcast and this is the part that you land on <laughs> where, like... You'd be like, what is happening? Like, what is going on? Anyways, check your hats for lead, everyone. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. I don't know where I heard this, but, like... I you- thought Beethoven was deaf because he got hit in the head with a soccer ball. Are you actually gonna go with that should we google (laughs) that one's probably even more
0: wrong okay ready wait i just have it how did beethoven become deaf i need to look up the lead
1: hat thing become deaf okay okay i was really off base with the soccer ball yeah why did beethoven go deaf the exact cause of his hearing loss is unknown theories range from syphilis to lead poisoning typhus or even Possibly his habit of plunging his head into cold water to keep himself awake. At one point, he claimed he had suffered a fit of rage in 1798 when someone interrupted him at work. Interesting. Okay, so we were both wrong.
0: <laughs> the Mad Hatter thing, though, with lead is true. Okay, so we
1: collectively got one thing right. Because th-
0: chemicals used in hat-making included mercurius nitrate. Yes, And then prolonged exposure to the mercury vapors caused mercury poisoning. Exactly. So like hat makers
1: and stuff. Went mad. Maybe. Wow. Ergo the mad hatter theory. (laughs) So I hope everyone enjoyed that history lesson (laughs) where there was several incorrect facts just given to you. We fact-check ourselves. We do. We do. We try our best, you know. (laughs) no see
0: there's a thing that says that beethoven suffered from lead poisoning
1: i believe you i just think you combined two facts <laughs> into one <laughs> maybe you like knew about the lead hat thing you knew about beethoven you were like one plus one equals two <laughs> it's fine it's fine
0: okay but lead poisoning it also keeps the risk of hearing loss so one plus one does equal two
1: what <laughs> i did that on purpose okay i was like hold on because i feel like i'm still wrong anyways regardless so irrelevant please like i don't even know what to say about that car i'm leaving that whole thing in though that was hilarious okay
0: for sure but also like please don't tell me if i'm
1: wrong because i don't want to know she doesn't want to know don't tell her it'll hurt her feelings let let me
0: live in um
1: ignorance yeah she was so confident like you should have seen her face like when she told me i was like yeah she's right (laughs)
0: Oh my god! It's like the song from Boomerang. I don't want to know. You know the one where he's like, "Are you having fun? Never mind. Don't tell me. Oh, I don't want want to to know. know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love him.
0: So relatable. Anyways, completely. Anyways, completely. Um, Please ignore that whole conversation. It was completely irrelevant. (laughs) Um. So again selena was scrubbing the marks on her floor um, and they're all gone now and later she goes to the library to see if she can learn more about the word marks but she runs into nehemia sitting at a small desk selena asks her what she's reading but nehemia like shuts the book and says nothing and selena looks at the book and realizes that it isn't a reading level that nehemia should be able to read at this point given like her fluency in the like the common tongue I'm
1: so sorry, but all I'm picturing, you know, those like leveled scholastic <laughs> reading books? <laughs> like Selena going up here being like, that's a level three. You're only level one. <laughs> You're only a level one. You can't read
0: this book. Yeah, so she confronts Nahemia about it, and Nahemia says that Lillian is just like all the other ignorant fools in this castle. But she says it in a perfect pronunciation of the common tongue and storms off. She saw a speech therapist real quick Mm -hmm. um and it solved her problems in like two days Mm -hmm. and selena is very confused she's like and she then notices like a piece of like crumpled paper that fell on the floor and when she goes to unfold it she sees a word mark drawn on the paper and selena is shocked because now she's considering that nehemia might have some role in what is happening dun
1: dun dun and that makes her sad exactly so days pass, and Selena hasn't seen Nehemia at all since the night in the library, and she hasn't told anyone about the incident, and she's, like, keeping all this info to herself. Yule Miss rolls around, and she wakes up to a huge bag of candy on her pillow, and she spends some time eating candy in the morning, not knowing who sent it, until Philippa barges in to help her get ready for, like, the Yule Miss ceremony. Like, they're literally, like, going to the temple or whatever. Apparently, Selena's teeth are also, like, bright red. Like, because she ate so much candy.
0: Do they not have toothbrushes?
1: Oh my god, how did people brush their teeth? I feel
0: like they had something. They must have. I think that I've seen things at museums. Like like old toothbrushes? Yeah. like what they looked like. Oh like my god. They were like little, little bristles. I mean, how else? Or yeah, else your teeth yeah. would be falling out left, right, and center here.
1: That's literally my biggest nightmare. Teeth freak me out. Yeah, I hate teeth. I, I just don't like the fact that bones are outside of your body. I think they should be inside your body. Bones should not be exposed like this. Anyways, how's that image for everyone? Um, When she's all dressed, Dorian comes in carrying a very large basket. And he's kind of like making fun of her for eating half of the bag of candy. And it turns out that he was like the one who sent it to her. He's like, bitch, I sent you three pounds. Like, how did you go through half of it already? Selena then gets distracted and opens the lid of the basket. And that puppy that she had seen at like um, the kennels the other day is sitting there with like a big red bow on its neck. And I'm just like this was peak dorian for me get you a man who gets you a puppy for you'll miss this because, is my uh
0: that's what you want this is my
1: dream christmas a puppy present. under the tree with a bow, a big on red bow its collar i mean we are on a waiting list for a dog so i don't think we'll get one this year though i think i can't
0: even get year. my fiance to put us on a waiting list i know
1: he's so like Ugh. he's like no we must wait i'm like why bro okay if you're in ontario you know how like big of a pain in the ass it is to like get a dog like there's like waiting lists for like reputable unless you're getting it from
0: like out of province
1: yeah or like getting it from like Kijiji which isn't always like the greatest but I mean like no shade to anyone who does it get you your dogs as long as you take care of them I'm happy anyways she's like oh my fucking god what did you do and he's like look a gift and plus like he figured that the dog would like like her and that Like, that way would become more accustomed to humans. So he's like, I got her a present, but I also, like, she's going to fix the dog for me kind of thing. Um, Obviously, Selena is happy, but she asks him what will happen if she ends up getting sent back to Endivir. She's like, what's going to happen to the dog? Um, Dorian tells her not to worry about that. And Selena asks for the dog to be trained with the other hounds and to be, like, properly socialized with the other hounds. Dorian agrees, and she kisses him on the cheek, and he's so flustered that he starts like babbling, and he's telling her that he'll try and get away early from the ball so that he can come and see her. Da 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 da. And then he ends up leaving, and Selena is like, "Wait, I just had a thought. Nahemia is going to be at the ball, and Selena is like really worried that Nahemia is going to try and do something at the ball and, and endanger everyone there, including Kale and Dorian." So she decides she's willing to risk like Kale and like Dorian's wrath because she can't bear the thought of anything like bad happening to them essentially. Later Kale picks her up um, to take her to the ceremony and they're bantering on their way to the temple and he tells her that he's surprised that she's not complaining more about not being allowed to be at the ball but Selene is just like hee and hopes that Kale doesn't punish her too severely after he sees her at the ball and when i read this line all i could think of in my head was do i need therapy because you know he's like like i hope he doesn't punish me i'm like or do you or do you hope see why am i like this that wasn't supposed to be attractive and yet here we are am i attracted to this the answer is yes it's like that line that we've been singing from
0: in the heights such a monotonic, misogynistic comment. oh 100 like you've been
1: shaking your ass for like half of the heights, but i'm like
0: but the way he says it you're like mm, i'll miss. shake it for you too if you want
1: literally i will shake it for you and half of the heights like no problem
0: so um selena and kale go to sit in the temple and the priestess starts the ceremony but apparently it's super boring because both selena and kale fall asleep
1: (laughs) and he only wakes up because she's like drooling on him or
0: something like that so they both wake up just in time for the procession of the gods and nine children are chosen every year and they basically walk up to someone in the pews and bestow upon them a gift and then that year you are blessed by the god that the child represents. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. I don't understand this. Um, one of the children who represents Deanna, goddess of the hunt, stops in front of Selena and blesses her by giving her a golden
1: arrow. Mm-hmm. Like solid gold. Like literal solid gold. And she's like, ooh, so I can get some money
0: for this. Mm-hmm. Selena jokes to Kale that she's probably not allowed to have this, but he just shrugs and tells her that he wouldn't want to test the gods. So he lets her keep it.
1: Yeah, he's, like, being, like, kind of cute and jokey with her. Um, later, Philippa helps Selena get ready for the ball, even though she thinks it's a really bad idea and that Kale is going to be mad. And I think in Selena's head, that's even more of a reason to do it. Selena is wearing the most beautiful dress, and even Philippa admits that Selena looks gorgeous. So the plan is that Philippa is going to make such a big fuss that Selena is late to the ball and that the crown prince isn't going to be happy, um... And she's going to make such a big fuss about this that the guards just, like, leave her alone and let her walk, like, straight out of her room. Selena swears that she will cover for Philippa if she gets caught. So the plan ends up working, and one of the guards um, takes her to the ball, and she finally enters. And when Dorian sees her, like, walking down, he's like, what the fuck is she doing here? But he can't take his eyes off her because she looks stunning. When she gets to the bottom of the stairs, Dorian takes a step forward, I guess, to, like, he finally, like, gets his wits about him. And he's like, oh, I should, like, take her hand. But my fucking man, Kale, makes it there first. Probably not because he's trying to be nice to her, but because he literally wants to yell at her. But I, either way, he makes it there first. He extends his hand to her and he leads her into the crowd. And um, Kale promptly loses it on Selena, asking her why she thought this was a good idea. But she tells him to piss off because how is she supposed to be the king's champion if they'll never trust her, blah, 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 blah. And she knows that she's won, with that one line and kale tells her to just be careful during the ball and to not have too much fun so selena just like posts herself up planning on watching nehemia for the whole night but the princess has just been like sitting by the queen and like not doing anything like she hasn't moved she hasn't done anything um then nehemia like suddenly gets up and comes to her and kale and she like tells lillian that she looks beautiful and then like she announces that she's not feeling well and will be returning to her rooms selena tells kale to stop scowling because no one will ask her to dance if he's scaring them off which in my head i'm like i'm i feel like that's like his plan absolutely that's the whole purpose of his scowl she's
0: like no one come near her she's mine
1: literally he's like no one touch her he moves her right to the edge of the dance floor and he's like here now people will see you and selena asks him if he would dance with her and he says no and he says like so mean he's like with you no and i'm like (gasps) oh why are you like this he goes on to explain though that like if the duke wasn't in the room he probably like would have said yes to her um and then she has far more attractive suitors vying for her attention and then he's boring company to keep and i'm like why are you being so mean to yourself like who hurt you like why are you like this he probably has daddy issues she tells him that's not true and then she says this she goes you're better than everyone in here and you're you're very handsome she said taking his hand in her free one there was a beauty in kale's face and strength and honor and loyalty she stopped hearing the crowd and her mouth became dry as he stared at her and how had she not seen it before so basically like her and kale are just like staring at each other like kind of holding hands like whatever but they get interrupted by dorian and dorian tells selena that she is Radiant. Kale walks away and, like, I think he mumbles. He's like, I'm going to get a drink. And he just, like, leaves because I don't think he can, like, function when all three of them are together anymore. And he walks away and Dorian confesses that he hasn't been able to stop staring at her. And it took him some time to build up the nerve to go up to her. But he finally did. And now he finally asks her to dance and they step out onto the dance floor. So Selena
0: and Dorian dance a long time together and they have far too many dances to be considered appropriate yeah because you weren't supposed to dance with the same person just like rotate so they banter and he has a sudden urge to kiss her but he knows that he can't because after the ball it'd be back to being an assassin and a prince oh love it so from the side kale is watching them dance and is being a sourpuss um someone beside kale is asking
1: him if lillian is with dorian and kale is like she belongs to no one but herself i'm obsessed with this man see this is where my kale meter started going up personally so the guy shrugs saying that he only
0: asked because it looks like the prince is in love with her and kale thinks that dorian is a fool to have fallen in love with her but for some reason he can't bear to look at them dancing anymore he's like i can't watch this Ugh, i'm too jealous this is so sad On a side note, Keltain is basically plotting Selena's
1: death right now. Yeah. She's like, I must kill her. She's like literally just watching her dance with like Dorian and just like a raging inside. She's like a raging inferno.
0: Steam is coming from your ears. So when the ball is over, Selena is led back to her rooms by a guard only to find Dorian waiting for her. Mm. They go inside and Dorian walks up to her backing her into a wall putting his arm up beside her head and he's like you left without saying goodbye he, you know
1: he like does that thing where his like arm is above her head and she's kind of like caged yeah. in and mm-hmm. shit yeah. and um, super sexy It's getting real hot in here yeah
0: she shrugs and says that she's impressed he got here so quickly and without a pack of court ladies chasing after him he then says that he's not interested in court ladies and then kisses her he kisses her they keep kissing but then she remembers herself saying that she should go to bed and dorian's like oh really she's, she's like oh. she's like oh a little forward but okay And she's like no bro alone i have to go to bed alone mm-hmm. so he kisses her once more wishing her a good night and leaves as she goes out onto the balcony and swoons she's like love in life right now yeah Dorian is walking back to his room and is like, honestly, fuck it. I'm going to find a way to be with her because I want her. I just love her. And then Kale is out in the gardens looking at Selena, being so happy, knowing that she isn't thinking of him. Oh,
1: this is the saddest paragraph. I had to like get you to read it because I just this chapter, the end of this chapter, because it goes from Selena's point of view, Dorian's point of view to Kale's point of view. And my heart just hurt. So this is the
0: passage in the garden the captain of the guard stared up at the young woman's balcony watching as she waltzed alone lost in her dreams but he knew that her thoughts weren't of him she stopped and stared upward even from a distance he could see the blush upon her cheeks she seemed young no new it made his chest ache still he watched
1: watched until she sighed and went inside she never bothered to look below oh. and this is like he literally thinks he's not like worthy of her He's just like, I'm just a captain of the guard. Like, she's not bothering Kale, I'll hug you. It's fine. Anyways, so a couple of days before the final test, before the duel. So there's one more test and then the duel. Um, and Selena is woken up by her puppy licking her face. And immediately she's like, oh, no, you peed somewhere. But Dorian comes in and is like, nope, I took her out to pee. He's like, you know, the best dog dad ever. And again, he fails to knock. They're co-parenting now? Literally, they're co-parenting a puppy. He asks her if she named the puppy yet and he suggests Goldie, which she instantly shoots down for being stupid. Selena decides on the name Fleetfoot and says that one day the dog will be outrunning all of Dorian's purebreds. How do we feel about the name Fleetfoot? I don't think it's a name for a being. I don't think so. I don't think so either and I'll tell you why. It can't be like shortened. Like what do you fleety, footy, foot, (laughs) foot, fleet? Flea flea. <laughs> flea, 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 flea 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 come like, here like you just constantly be like fleet foot <laughs> like it just i don't like so official i don't know I, I i don't like it either it's too objecty for a fleet foot like name it something cute for a being i know i don't, know. I don't like it either no um anyways the conversation shifts and Dorian goes, listen, da dot, 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 which makes Selena want to immediately throw herself off the balcony because she knows what he's about to bring up. Um, listen, we need to talk. Yeah. And she's like, absolutely not. Dorian wants to apologize for being so forward the night before for kissing her. And Selena then dissolves into a coughing fit saying that she like didn't mind it. She's so awkward. But then it's kind of like, you have to remember she was like 18. You know what I mean? Like she's a little, she's a little baby. And, and I don't she think she's really like that experienced. Yeah. You know say, what I mean? She doesn't have
0: a lot of experience.
1: Yeah um dorian takes this to mean that she liked the kiss and selena shoots him down telling him to go away he teases her saying she's reacting like she's never been kissed before but she snaps at him thinking of sam so again we get like a little peek into like her old life and clearly like her and sam you know had a romantic thing she turns to get dressed and dorian can see the scars along her back whispering to her that they're awful and she tells him that they all have scars to bear before officially leaving to change we shift to Caltain, who is taking a walk with Duke Parrington in the greenhouses, which she absolutely hates. He tells her she looks out of sorts today and she tries to brush it off, saying she's tired from the ball. He tells her to cut the shit and that he noticed her watching Prince Dorian all night. And Caltain is like really trying to keep her cool and she's like, oh, was I? Then the Duke tells her not to worry because he was also watching the Prince too and the troublesome girl Caltain is relieved that the duke wasn't implying that she wants the prince's dick she's like oh he was just like you know concerned about the prince and lillian or whatever the duke ends up spilling the beans about selena and Caltain is pissed she's like how can we allow this to go on like i can't believe she's lying about her identity da, 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 da. and the duke says that they can't allow this to go on and that he has a plan and then we're at the duel no and then no no <laughs>
0: So that, f- that went forward quickly <laughs> we actually just like skipped a few just skipped like- all of it
1: <laughs> you <laughs> missed fucking, a few things I'm fucking crying. Um, so at the duel the four finalists are going to drink a toast to the goddess and gods and the duke was going to ask if Calctane could like present the toast so that she can slip something into Selena's drink to weaken her against Cain she's really sketched out about the plan but ultimately she'll do anything to have Dorian so she like agrees to it she's like you know what you're right i really want the prince so i'm gonna do it bad idea in my opinion that's like clearly he's manipulating her right clearly also like at this point i was very confused about the amount of headaches she has which you
0: find out later you
1: do but I, like i was so confused i was like why does this bitch always have headaches like take some medicine <laughs> but she does it doesn't work hmm? oh true she does she takes like remedies or whatever and yeah. it, like it's not working
0: So late at night, Selena is trying to learn more about the word marks. She feels terrible about assuming Nehemia was up to no good and thinks that there is probably a good reason for Nehemia knowing about the word marks and lying about her language skills. She ends up starting the page of a book and sees the exact marks that were surrounding the bodies. The book explains that for sacrifices to the Riddurak, using the victim's blood, mark the area around it accordingly, once the creature has been summoned, these marks guide the exchange for the flesh of the sacrifice. The beast will grant you the
1: victim's strength. Yeah. Interesting. So it's like you you kill the body, you use the blood to mark the area, and then whatever strength the victim had, you now have it. So you have to kill the body, the person first. So Right. For sacrifices to the Ritterak, use the victim's blood. Mark the area around it accordingly. Once the creature has been summoned, these marks... Yeah, I guess so. Because how else would you get the blood? Yeah. Huh. I don't know.
0: So what? all of these victims were already dead when the Ritorak
1: got to it? Maybe. Maybe. I thought that... That hurt... That would hurt less. That'd yeah. would be a little bit nicer of a death. Yeah. True, true, true. I would be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. I know, but like... <laughs> If I had to choose.
0: <laughs> if I, it's one or the other. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so now Selena is freaking out. And she starts questioning Nehemia's motives again, saying that the princess may want to start a massive rebellion. Yeah, she's like, she's just trying to pinpoint, like, yeah, She's like, Motive. I'm confused. Yeah. She starts wondering where the Ritterak may be hiding, and it hits her that the only place it could be is the tunnels, and that it's a couple of days until the test, and usually someone is killed within that
1: time frame. And I think at this point, she's, like, assuming it's her because of all the marks on yeah. her bed. So like, Solana- she she's next. Yeah,
0: so Selena decides to go... Down into the tunnels to see for herself if Nehemia is the one doing all this. Selena makes it down to the fork of the tunnel and notices that there are footprints leading to the side where Queen Elena's tomb is. She races down the stairs and she starts to hear a man's voice chanting in a language that she does not know. She's like, "What?" Yes, and when she walks into the chamber, she sees Cain kneeling before
1: darkness. How did I know it was gonna be Cain? Everything starts to click into place um, that Kane hadn't been getting stronger because of training, but because of his sacrifices to the Ritterak. The creature then steps out of the shadows and it's like hella gross with like these really like long limbs, like fangs and stuff. Like it's gross. Suddenly a wind pushes her into the room, and Kane is looking right at her, telling her that she wasn't meant to be the one to die tonight, but this is too good of an opportunity to pass up. Um, the Ritterak turns to her and she pulls out that, like, hairpin knife thing, but Kane comes up behind her and takes it away from her before telling her goodbye and leaving the room, shutting Selena in with the Ritorak. The creature isn't immediately attacking and Selena's thinking that she's straight up fucked. She's like, there's no way I'm getting out of this. She's thinking about how Kale will never know that she died in here and that, like, he'll think that he... That she betrayed him and that she won't be able to apologize to Nehemia and that she will never know why Elena wanted her to see like the tomb, da 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 da, da. and then it hits her, dot-dot-dot. So she makes the Ritorak run at her so that it breaks through the door and then she hurdles herself through the door and starts running down deeper to reach the tombs. When she gets there, she runs straight for the ancient sword, Damaris, grabbing it just in time to swing around and stab the Ritorak straight in the face um but as she did this i guess like it ended up biting her hand because she was like so close to its teeth so her hand is like bleeding really really badly um but the rhetoric does die from the stab wound and selena just leaves it there in the tomb making her way back up to her room she's losing blood really fast and suddenly like nehemi is in her room dragging her into the bathroom and the last thing she remembers before passing out is seeing ward marks on her injured hand and like a glowing light and then she's like conked out so Selena wakes
0: up in bed with a scar on her hand as the only evidence from her fight with the Ritterak. Selena notices Nehemia is sitting there, who tells her it's only been three hours since she found her and healed her. Uh, Nehemia wants to know where Selena got the wound and how there was only blood in her bedroom and not the hallways.
1: That was like a very good point. I was like, wow, because I guess not a lot of people know about the tunnels. Well, yeah, that's a, That's like why she doesn't want to like yeah. tell anyone anything
0: um you don't really i don't really understand how nahemia healed her though
1: what do you mean like how did she
0: heal her Like, how did she because like there was poison it wasn't just a blood loss it was poison i guess
1: but she used word marks so there must be some sort there of are word marks for healing people yeah it's like fucking shadow hunters you know in shadow hunters you really like, draw that special symbol i guess you know the erats erats Eratze, whatever it's called sure you know Sometimes I just better not to question things.
0: <laughs> you just go with it. Just go with it. Don't yeah. think too hard about it, you yeah. know? Selena decides to tell Nehemia everything, her real name, both her stay in Endeavor, both the competition. And she yells at Nehemia to not judge her that she's doing what she can to ensure her freedom and that she thinks about her possible service to the king every waking moment. Yeah, she's like, I hate the guy too. Like yeah, you know. Nahemia grabs Selena's hand and tells her that she's sad at how things had turned out between them and that she wants to be friends again. They're making up. So she tells Selena that she wants to give her something, a name that reflects all that she's been through, and she calls her Alentia, meaning spirit that could not be broken. And Selena feels this immense amount of love at this act of kindness from Nahemia. They spend the rest of the night talking about Selena's life and how she ended up in the competition and the next morning Selena is walking with Kale thinking about last night and she ended up telling Nehemia everything except about the Ritterak and Kane. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, why? Just tell her everything, man. Like, uh. I know. Like, especially her. Like, of all people. Like, you, you know, she knows about the Ward marks, and clearly, she used the word marks. To Maybe kill she you. can help you. Yeah. Hi, hello. So Kale asks her why she's so quiet and if her and Dorian had a fight. He's doing the thing where he's like constantly bringing up Dorian with her, cause like. Yeah he wants to know what their relationship exactly yeah so she tells him that she hasn't seen dorian the day before and kale then asks her if she had fun dancing with him at the ball he's so jealous it's like you you had your chance man just ask you her, just a, ask you, her, dance. With her. Truly. you said you didn't want to. no one was gonna kill you yeah she ignores his question and asks him why he left the ball early because she thought that he was supposed to guard her he just brushes it off saying that he knows she's not going anywhere they tease each other a little more and then Selena contemplates telling him about last night. She decides against it because then she would have to reveal the secret passage and that's like her last resort if she ever needs to flee. Yeah, she's like, I can't, he doesn't trust me that much, you yeah. know what I mean? Um. She figures it's a non-issue anyways because the Ritterak is dead and now all she has to do is defeat Cain in the duel. She's like, easy. Before they enter the practice room, Kale asks her if she knows what she's getting herself into with Dorian. And Selena kind of scoffs at the question, and Kale reminds her to use her brain. Man,
1: she's jealous. Yeah. He's really trying to, like, lay it on thick with this whole, like, Dorian thing. And I'm like, why do you care so much? No, but we know why you care so much. I know. Like, and plus, like, Dorian's his friend. He's trying and, like, to sabotage that relationship because he wants her to pick him. But I don't think he, like, knows that deep down inside yet. Like, I think he's still masking with the fact of, like, oh, I'm trying to protect my friend Dory, you know what I mean? Maybe. Like, nothing good can come of this kind of thing. Maybe.
0: After practice, Kale and Selena are making their way back to her room when they run
1: into the king of Ottoman They both bow to the king, and Selena senses an air of darkness and, like, death around him. Oh my god, SJM, that could be your new book. A Court of Darkness and Death.
0: Death and Darkness sounds better.
1: A Court of Death and Darkness. Yeah, I'm into it. Um the king walks by without any interaction and Kale and Selena finish their walk in like complete silence because like Selena really does not like the king. In his room later Kale is reading the king's report and he's just so confused. He has no idea why the king had arrived alone and how the whole company had died except for him. He wonders why the king doesn't trust him anymore. He's like, What's going on? He thinks about how frightened Selena had looked when she saw the king, and for a moment he had wanted to comfort her. He admits that Selena has been amazing during training and that he can't even keep up with her anymore. He wonders if it's a good idea to let her loose on Aurelia if she wins. He thinks about how fucked everything is, how weird the king is being, but he knows that right now his two jobs are are to investigate the deaths of the champions and making sure selena wins he smiles at the thought of her causing trouble in the castle for the next four years see this was really like kale was on the way up for me in these part of the books you know i was like wow he's getting better and better and better chapter by chapter slowly but
0: surely so selena and Knox are training the day before their last test she's super off though because she can't stop thinking about kane Knox calls her out saying that she seems distracted and maybe she's thinking about dorian but selena shoes him off and but then he brings up the bite mark on her hand and she had told him to stay in his rooms and he ends up telling her that he knows that she knows something he's like i know that you know
1: i know that you know so i know something do you know something do you know something i know that you know that we know that I know. know? I can tell you what I know though. (laughs) Do you know something I can't tell you though? I can't tell you. That's the worst. It's like when you know someone knows but they like can't say anything and you're like it's like that scene in Friends. Mm -hmm. Do you know something? Yes. Do you know something?
0: I can can tell you you. what I know. I can (laughs) tell you what I know. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I love it
0: selena tells him that the contestants dying is not an accident and that something is going down and that if he was smart he'd leave the castle she essentially ends up telling him that she's not a jewel thief and that kane knows and that's why he's always trying to rile her up Mm -hmm. he puts two and two together and realizes who she really
1: is he's like what yeah you're the assassin i know She's like you're so young you're so you're a girl yeah
0: sexist mentality literally ageist she warns him again of a creature so foul she doesn't even want to describe it to him and he thanks her for warning him that night he slips out of the castle unseen yeah and we never see him again he's like bye because like keep in mind he has nothing to lose from this competition right because he's if known. he doesn't win his sponsor still said that like he'd be free
1: yeah like his sponsor's a nice one so he's not like going back to jail or no. anything like, like he's, he's free. Just, free. yeah so he so, like, had nothing to lose he's probably like, better. i don't want to die so yeah. bye probably better that he's skedaddled. yeah so
0: they we get a mini scene of Caltain getting ready for dinner in the great hall and when she passes Kane, she swears she sees like things swooping above him
1: waiting i know it's like really weird yeah. i think she's going a little kooks
0: so that night Slade and dorian are playing chess in her room where he is losing miserably he ends up holding her hand and she asks him if he's going to kiss her again to which he responds that he would like to. Just as he's about to, though, she blurts out that she saw his father in the halls. Dorian immediately worries about her, and in her head, Selena is wondering if tonight would be the night that Cain came for her. Mm -hmm. She tells Dorian not to worry, but before he can protest,
1: she kisses him and shuts him up. She's like, this is the only way I know how to make you quiet.
0: They make out until 3 a.m., and he finally leaves her rooms. Uh, To be young again. To stay up that long making out. Selena tries to keep herself awake, but ends up falling asleep and having a dream about running through a forest and someone is chasing her, but she keeps falling. When she wakes up, she ends up finding out that since Knox escaped, they canceled like the final test and would be going straight to the final duel. So there's yeah. only four of them left. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, We get a Dorian point of view where he's out on a hunt because he needs to get his mind off of things. He thinks about Selena saying he saw her face each time he closed his eyes. She haunted his thoughts, made him wish to do grand and wonderful things in her name, made him want to be a man who deserved to wear a crown. Uh, I love men as they are written by women. (laughs) (laughs) do you love men or do you love men ridden by women Mm, the second one dorian wishes he wouldn't have kissed her because now he can't imagine his future with anyone but her he's like no matter who i marry like it's not going to live up to her um back with selena she worries about the duels contemplating kane's skills and shortcomings she also wonders what life will be like if she does become the champion she admits to herself that there may be other reasons other than her freedom of why she wants to stay in the castle, and I'm like, hint, hint, probably the two hot boys who are in love with you. That's probably one reason.
0: Ah, oh, love triangles.
1: So hard to God, be loved by so many people.
0: Gotta hate them. Truly, I do not like love triangles
1: at all. And I mean, you said it earlier. You were like, and I mean, spoilers. No matter what side you pick, you're, you're wrong, wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we know that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um. So the day of the duel starts off with Caltain pouring poison into the wine that selena was to drink from and honestly like hate this like i would have just loved to see
1: her beat him fair and square you know like just absolutely murk him yeah like a good fight but like you know like it might
0: be like they're both struggling and they're both basically about to pass out yeah Yeah.
1: but like she still beats him i know but you needed a climax you know like a magical one (sighs) i could have gone without it though fair i yeah fair i found this part a little confusing coming up i was like what's happening
0: yeah i kind of just ignored it a
1: little bit i was kind of like skip you're like you know what well we all know how we feel about fighting scenes i kind of like got the gist and so i kept just
0: i just rolled with it you know and then i just moved on (laughs) yeah so as selena walks out she complains about the cold and i'm like, again. The winter why are you doing this outside literally but she asks that she's like why are we dueling outside like why yeah. why are we doing this he tells her that he's not sure and that the king decided that they
1: were going to do this outside last minute stupid what to make everyone uncomfortable absolutely literally
0: so she notices kane leaning against the clock tower looking massive and intimidating in his outfit with a sword at his side and apparently
1: like the sword was like super bougie yeah and a gift from like Parrington.
0: she wonders if the duke knows about kane's powers and how he got them everyone gets seated including dorian and the king and the council members nehemia walks out and stands along the edge watching selena from the sidelines the king stands and announces that the duel would proceed only until someone is put in the position of sure death and no
1: fur- further yeah. so like they they can't actually be killed like it's like yeah. knife to the throat kind of thing yeah. you know but not in like the sexy way right
0: because <laughs> there's a sexy way now we have we've we've discovered we discovered book talk way. has discovered yeah. that
1: apparently it is attractive yep yeah to do that in in some cases in, not in always. fantasy novels yeah. not in not in real life guys i mean i guess to each their own right teach uh, their own yeah. i don't well, kink shame yeah
0: so kane and one of the champions um go first followed by selena and the other guy then the winners
1: would fight for the championship and i think she complains at this point she's like what the fuck the king only knows kane's name because yeah. she's like, she's like, Kane and blah, blah, blah's champion will fight, followed by my son's champion and blah, blah, blah's champion. No, truly. So Kane
0: and Renault start fighting, and Selena and Kale are analyzing his stances from the sidelines. Kane ends up beating his opponent in like three minutes. The king announces that Kane is the winner and tells Selena and Grave to prepare their weapons. Kale turns to her, and instead of offering her some random sword, he offers her his personal sword
1: see this is again my big fat crush on kale is like really developing and like i think when he hands her the sword she like says a sign she goes far inside of her she found a golden chain that bound them together and i'm just like ugh, i love it then nehemia steps forward offers selena her
0: iron tip staff and she says let it be with an your weapon that you take them down her voice hitched. Let wood from the forest of... Eelway. Defend steel from Otterland. Let the king's champion be someone who understands how the innocents suffer. Yeah. So it's very symbolic. This... And okay, here, I get the symbolism that mm-hmm. we're going for. And like, you know, for her to defeat the, ch- like, the other guys and to the win... The oppressors
1: with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And to win the, and become the king's champion. With like with, an eelway weapon. Yeah. I get that. I personally believe it's not a very practical weapon
1: for the task at hand. No, I a thousand percent agree with you. And I think even at this point, she admits to herself that the sword would be the smarter choice. Um, But she decides otherwise, as we will imminently find out. Like, I feel like at some point later, the staff puts her at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's made out of wood yeah you're going up against like iron like you're a, like a literal with,
0: sword everyone else has swords and you got a wood staff with the pointy
1: end i hear you i completely agree with you and even selena fucking agrees with you she like, thinks it has like it has like a
0: like a, a ball like a, with the with like the point
1: a, at the top like it's iron
0: tipped. like okay you can she i think you can say, still kill someone with that but she I just says feel, that's what
1: she says she's like you can like bash someone's head in with this
0: i just feel like
1: i agree with you i agree with you wrong time to make yeah. a statement you know i know it's okay. I get the symbol. I get what we're going for. I get
0: the. I get the sentiment. Yeah, I get it. So Kale steps back, and Selena realizes what she could do as the king's champion—fight in secret to undermine him—and she thinks that that's what um Elena m- may have wanted all along.
1: Yeah. So she realizes, like, yeah. the position she's yeah she's put so in. So she right takes
0: now. the staff, and Kale bows his head in like understanding. And she glances up and catches Dorian's gaze, wondering if he realizes, like, the symbolism in her acceptance of the staff. Before she goes into the ring, she turns to Kale to thank him for making her freedom mean something. He grabs her hand and rubs the ring that she wears on her finger. The one that he gave her. And he tells her to give them hell. And then she walks into the ring, ready to take down Grave.
1: Um, Selena absolutely demolishes Grave and puts him flat on his ass with his nose, like gushing blood and like before she like leaves the ring she drops her handkerchief onto his chest and reveals her like real identity um and then she just walks out of the ring and she meets Kale and Nahimi on the sidelines Kale tells her she beat grave in two minutes and that she was dramatic as fuck doing it he's like really did you have to like drop the handkerchief like you couldn't have just like yes she did sir Uh, yes she did big fat aries energy um, the king announces wine for the winners, and Caltain gives this, like, little speech before handing Kane and Selena the goblets. Immediately after, the king says that they have to start fighting, which surprises everyone, because, like, he didn't give anyone, like, a chance to rest. Like, he was just like, okay, like, go into it. Um, Cale tells her, don't lose. I don't feel like having to escort you all the way back to end of year. And I'm just like, my man is so in love. And he does so in, like, such, like, a teasy, like, bantery way, way, you know? Um selena's vision gets blurry as she like steps into the ring and then she starts fighting kane but she isn't feeling so hot and every time she attacks she stumbles and kane like jumps away she has a feeling he's toying with her and she's getting like super pissed off she knocks him down but when she goes to strike him again her muscles become super weak and he knocks her away again she hears Caltaine laugh and suddenly it hits her that the wine was spiked with bloodsbane, which was the, like the poison in the task that she had failed to like identify without paylor's help now kane is literally beating the shit out of her and like when i say beating the shit out of her he is literally beating the shit out of her Mm -hmm. um she's trying like really hard to keep herself on her feet and she's trying to hit him again but he cuts her staff in two and then proceeds to dislocate her shoulder dorian is watching and knows something is terribly wrong he wants to intervene because he can't bear to watch her get like tossed around by kane but he knows that if he steps in selena would be forfeit from the contest and kane would win for sure so it's like a lose-lose situation Mm -hmm. in his eyes like he really can't do shit kane punches selena in the jaw and kale is absolutely losing his shit but like this is what i don't understand mm-hmm. like to me it's like she's kind of already lost like to me
0: like kane kane at any moment could just be like knife to throw. exactly like i don't understand why the king is not because i think he's enjoying this that's exactly point, you know? like the king like, could call it off be like kane won yeah
1: because it's obvious right yeah, like at this, right? Point. at this
0: point like she's basically
1: completely it's, out of it it's almost like he wants he wants her he to wants die. her to die yeah. and he doesn't want it to be by like his hand directly you yeah. know um and he wants to be oh well she died during the competition like i didn't try and kill her was an unfortunate mishap yeah exactly um kane is taunting selena with words about her dead parents um and she has no idea how he knows these things he's saying like oh like how did it feel to wake up between them covered in their blood and she's like how the fuck does he know this kane kicks her sending her slamming into the clock tower and she knows that this is not just a duel but an execution that no one is stopping so like she realizes she's like they want me to die like The Mm -hmm. king wants me to die. That's why he's not stepping in. She starts hallucinating um, a dead man with sharp teeth before she sees two black boots come into view at the edge of the ring. Kale is standing there telling her to get up, but all she can do is like cry. And he crouches down, reaching out a hand all the way to the edge of the ring, not crossing the white chalk line. And he tells her to get up again. Um, And in that moment, somehow his face was the only thing that mattered. And again, this is just solidifying my love for Kale. Because, like, even though he knows that he can't cross that threshold, he's like trying to do something to help her. She tries to get up, but Kane grabs her and again slams her into the clock tower before she starts hallucinating again. Uh, and this time, Kane reaches down towards her neck, grabbing her amulet and yanking it off. And that's when the hallucinations, the dead creatures, start coming for Selena full force. So, Dorian
0: and Kale watching horror as selena is like flailing against her lucy like hallucinations. yeah there's like nothing there but she's like yeah they're all like what is she seeing Mm -hmm. dorian knows that this won't stop until kane knocks her unconscious or the king tells like him to stop Mm -hmm. essentially nehemia walks to the hedge of the ring and begins like chanting her fingers like moving under her cloak she's some Harry potter shit yeah selena kneels in front of kane staring blankly ahead and dorian is afraid that she is like basically just waiting to die yeah suddenly selena sees doors burst open and queen elena steps out of one and knocks Kane over metaphorical doors you know Yeah. (laughs) everyone else thinks it's just like a strong gust of wind that's doing all this Mm -hmm. elena protects selena from the demons and tells her that she can take the poison out of her body but otherwise she can do no more. Yeah,
1: like she can't heal her or like yeah. make her stronger. She's just like, I can take the poison away. Yeah.
0: Selena grabs the broken staff and Kane looks to the king who nods, which is sketchy as fuck. I, was, I was like, the king, the king is
1: in this whole thing. Uh-huh. He knows, I'm. he yeah. knows everything. Yeah. I guarantee he knows about the word. He knows about everything. Like he wanted Cain to win. 100%.
0: Elena tells her that once the poison is gone, she and the demons will no longer be visible. Finally, the poison is gone and Selena is able to stand shaking on her feet and elena disappears
1: um as selena stands the wind blows the hair from her face revealing a mark on her forehead that makes nehemia gasp so there's like a word mark on there that like no one had. i don't fucking know no one had seen before i don't know i'm like damn she's been walking around with this the whole time um selena lunges forward stabbing kane in the right sides and then also like slices his arms open and like knocks him to the floor she steps on his back and points the broken staff to his neck telling him she'll kill him if he moves she stands facing the king um and he declares her the winner rather reluctantly i think she looks at nehemia who collapses and when she tries to go to her selena collapses too she sees dorian rush towards her before she starts crying and then laughing that she won like this girl is like literally halfway dead and she's like hee hee hee, like she can't contain her emotions anymore Dorian orders someone to get a healer and he's kicking himself that he didn't help her sooner saying that even Kale tried to help her by leaning down like near the ring and I was like you know what he's right Kale did try to help her and he didn't do fucking shit he just (laughs) stood there and watched what kind of boyfriend are you a bad one that's what. Anyways, um behind them is Kane and I'm just like really you're just going to let him like stand there behind you that's like kind of sketch. Um and as Dorian is like preoccupied with Selena, Kane starts to reach for his dagger meaning to stab Selena in the back, but Kale sees it in time and stabs Kane straight through the heart. And as he does this, he immediately falls to his knees whispering, "What have I done?" Because apparently, this is the first time that Kale has killed someone and i just have issues with
0: this not because i'm like you know congratulations for killing people obviously not Mm -hmm. but i just i just find it so hard to to grasp that in this kind of world the captain of the guard
1: has killed no one like how did he get to this position yeah like is he just sick as fuck like but like other guards in his like unit or whatever unit
0: have killed like some of the champions who tried to escape and stuff like and he hasn't killed anyone
1: no, I know. I just I don't know how he like got away with like not killing anyone his entire like service career. I mean, maybe he's just one of those people that just like does everything, but kill. yeah, like he's so skilled but, he doesn't like you know he, or like, disarms he, he, you. Yeah, he
0: like avoids it at all costs. But I just find it weird that it's never come like he's never been put in a position where he just had to kill. someone. Especially because yeah.
1: he's part of an army that's like actively conquering. Like yeah, you I know? Don't know, it just seemed weird that it was his first kill. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Kale is like on the floor, like really contemplating his life. And Selena is kind of incoherent, trying to tell Dorian about Elena, but he just holds her tighter, kissing her head, really not caring like who, who sees. sees them. Yeah. He helps her to her rooms, thinking he was done with politics and intrigue. He loved her, and no empire, no king, and no earthly fear would keep him from her. No, if they tried to take her from him, he'd rip the world apart with his bare hands, and for some reason, that didn't terrify him. See, Dorian won some points here because of the whole, like, tear the world apart thing, you know? Willing to sacrifice the world for her. Loves it. That's very
0: villain energy.
1: I love it. Caltaine and the Duke are absolutely furious. And Caltaine turns to him whispering about the blood spain. She's like, what the fuck? Did you even give me the right?" You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she's doing that. But then, because the Duke is a fucking asshole, he turns on Caltaine and is like, oh my god, what is that? I am shocked. Is that a vial in your hand? Is that a drug? And she realizes... That he's fucked her over from the very start. And she gets dragged away into the castle as the duke is just like smiling. I'm like, wow.
0: It would really be like that. What a
1: dick. What a shocker. So the next day, Dorian
0: is with his father asking him what will happen to Kale. Dorian thinks that there was no honor in what Cain did trying to stab Slan in the back. The king asks if Dorian would have killed him his own father if he had tried to kill Selena. And Dorian gives like a really diplomatic answer and the king laughs, calling him a liar, almost as cunning as the Duke.
1: So like the the king knows about the Duke lying too, 100 percent Well
0: of course. Yeah. So the king says that Kale will not be punished and Dorian asks what the king is going to do with Selena. And apparently the king is contemplating sending her back to Endivir because she didn't smell the poison. So, so like how he- can you he trust her? Mm-hmm. Like blah 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 um dorian says that she's not a terrible person and only did what she had to do to survive the king accuses dorian of having an attachment to her and dorian protests but realizes too late that by protesting so strongly he's basically revealing the truth of his feelings
1: yeah it's like that thing where you like show your hand by reacting so vehemently yes
0: the king says that he will send a contract to selena when he's ready dorian thinks about nehemia and what a risk she took by handing selena the staff he tells his father that the duke wants to hold nehemia hostage in order to bargain with the rebels but dorian says that they should try to be diplomatic with nehemia and win her over because she is beloved by her people
1: i guess like he's hoping that nehemia can convince the rebels to like stand down yeah the king hears him out and agrees and then dorian leaves
0: nehemia visits selena in her rooms where she is healing Nehemia says that she saved Selena during the duel, and that what Selena saw wasn't a hallucination, but what lies beyond the veil. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> that like, so, such a broad statement. I was like, okay, <laughs> let's just run with that. I was like, sure. The bloodbane reacted to her blood and made her see the truth. Magic. Calls to magic.
1: I felt like this whole chapter was just like explaining all the things I didn't understand. And I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> like none of this makes sense. All but right. Let's just roll. I buy about.
0: it. I buy it. Yeah. Nehemia also reveals that she knows all about the word marks and that her entire family does and that they use them but they can keep but they keep it a secret right because magic bad yes. she's been spending months banishing the demons that kane was summoning she tells selena that the marks under her bed were for protection and drawn by her not kane
1: yeah nehemia's like it was really fucking annoying coming to draw them every time you like wipe wash them away
0: <laughs> nehemia says kane deserved to die and says that kale cares for selena more than either of them know and this makes selena blush Selena wants to know how Nehemia saved her. Apparently, she ripped open portals and called for help. And that's
1: when Elena answered. Yeah. So there Again unsure yeah unsure of all of this <laughs> yes. i'm like sure doors sketchy doors elena ants yeah great so
0: they're both unsure of how Cain learned to use the ward marks but nehemia asks selena if she knew about the mark on her forehead to which selena responds no yeah. apparently nehemia doesn't know what it is either and clearly the king does not give one fuck That it is there. Otherwise, he would have asked. Yeah, so, like, I think he can see it, too. He probably does care. He's just biding his time. Yeah, 100%. Nehemia reveals that she came to the kingdom to spy in an effort to protect
1: her people. Obviously. Selena
0: promises to keep her secret. They hug it out, and before Nehemia leaves, she tosses the amulet to Selena.
1: Yeah, I think one of the guards had picked up um, the eye of Elena from the floor and handed it to Mm Nehemia. The next morning, Dorian visits her, and he's an absolute hot mess, clearly torn up about um what happened to her but is unable to like articulate it like he just doesn't know how to tell her he lies down beside her and tells her that kale is fine and hasn't been punished he apologizes for not saving her for not realizing she had been poisoned and selena tells him that he shouldn't be sorry because if he would have interfered she would have been disqualified but he continues i should have sliced kane open the moment he laid a hand on you instead i stood there as kale knelt at the sidelines i should have been the one to kill kane but you fucking weren't it was her other boyfriend kale that did it um she lies on his chest and asks him if he knew she would win when he came to get her from like end of year and he says this he goes i knew you'd win the moment i met you he whispered and her heart writhed as she understood what lay before them though i'll admit that i didn't quite see this coming and no matter how frivolous and twisted that competition was i'm grateful it brought you into my life as long as i live i'll always be thankful for that and before she can start crying he leans forward and kisses her now we're with the king, and he's still kind of pissed. Selena won, but realizes that she's his only option for now. She's like, he's like, well, kane's dead, so like, what else am I gonna do? He knows about the word marks and vows to learn about the one on her forehead. And he's like, and if it's some sort of like fucking prophecy or anything like that, I will have her hanged. Like he is like ready to kill her at a moment's notice. So I mean, he he noticed it. He noticed. Of and course knows he knows it's some
0: kind of thing. Yeah,
1: because he knows all about it. He's hundred percent using magic, like for sure um he felt the demons during the duel and decides that maybe it should not be him to kill selena if she's being protected by someone with power so like even though he couldn't really see what was going on he knows that there were demons and then like they were banished by someone so he's like i don't know if i should fuck with this right now the king is talking to the duke about this experiment with power that they'd been doing with these like obsidian rings that they'd been wearing and like apparently Cain and Caltain were both like test subjects so Cain was the test subject that proved that they could physically change someone and Caltain was the test subject that proved that they could mentally influence someone and that's why she's having all those headaches because mm-hmm. the Duke was like doing something with his, like, fucking ring. I still don't really understand it. Do you?
0: Absolutely. I have no, no idea problem. what's going on. Again, I just don't question. I
1: just I just, forward. I'm just like, mm-hmm, yeah. yes. The king assures the duke that Caltaine won't be in the dungeons forever, Um, that at some point they will make her an offer she can't refuse. Then he tells the duke to cool it with his ideas about Nehemia because it attracts too much attention. The duke agrees to this and leaves.
0: A week later, Selena is chilling, waiting for her contract to arrive, fantasizing about all the clothes she's going to buy with her paycheck priorities kale visits her and both of them quietly are staring at each other having not seen each other for like a week she thanks him for saving her life and he seems like so sad so she tells him that she remembers her first kill and how hard it was again never killed anyone first time seems Seems weird. weird he disagrees he tells her that the reason why he can't stop thinking about it is because it was so easy that's like a chef who's never
1: cooked you know what like a, a captain of the guard who's never killed a chef who's oh, never cooked I see what you're saying. I was, you I was were like, like the I fuck have, i didn't understand the analogy you know. a mechanic that's never touched a car anyways continue yeah you
0: yeah. just it's weird. So, it's weird it's weird i don't get I, I was like really like aren't you like in your 20s shouldn't you have already murdered someone like is not on the to-do list <laughs> anyways he also apologizes for what happened to her parents and that kane used that to exploit her he tries to leave clearly he's not doing well with all the things that he's feeling and she tells him thank you and not just for killing kane but for leaning down by the ring and then she hugs him and he returns the hug back so tightly
1: yeah and and they're cute look how cute this next
0: paragraph is yes His breath was warm on her neck as he bent his head, resting his cheek against her hair. Her heart beat so quickly, and yet she felt utterly calm, as if she could have stayed there forever and not minded. Stayed there forever and let the world fall apart around them. She pictured his fingers pushing against that line of chalk, reaching for her despite the barrier between them. And Mm. then Dorian comes in, asking if everything's okay, and cock blossom. See, at this point, I was
1: officially um, team Kale.
0: Kale leaves because again like we said he cannot stand to be in the presence of
1: both like both all of three them. of them yeah, he's like three, mm, i can't handle this short i can't handle this tension it's just uncomfortable. well because at this point he thinks that selena is like with dorian yeah so like he's definitely feeling feelings for her but he's like yes. i can't do that to my friend
0: um dorian tells her the good news that she is to officially sign the contract the next day and become the king's champion he tries to kiss her but she stops him saying that they can't be together because she's the king's champion and he's the prince
1: forbidden romance logic
0: love it he tries to tell her that they can keep it a secret but selena doesn't want any more secrets she tells him that in four years she'll be free and she's excited to find out what that free actually feels like Mm -hmm. he wants to debate with her but he can't bring himself to when he sees how happy she is so he just agrees to be her friend he's like okay He tells her that Nehemia is on her way and leaves without waiting for her answer. Yeah.
1: I mean, what can you do? I mean, I feel bad for him. So did I, but like, I'm also ready for more Kale. So like, I didn't feel that bad.
0: (laughs) But apparently Kale gets like, meh real quick. Really? That's what I mean.
1: I I don't hear a lot of people
0: that actually like Kale.
1: Okay. Well, I like him right now. So we'll see how I feel about when I read the next books um later kill finds himself still tormented over killing kane he wanders over to selena's rooms again and when she answers he says he's looking for dorian and i'm like sure jan you're looking for dorian okay um selena tells him that he won't be finding dorian here anymore because she has ended it with him and he seems low-key happy she's not with dorian anymore and they go and like sit together he has a hard time focusing because Selena is in this like really short nightgown and he has to keep reminding himself to like look at her face. He's like, don't look at her nightgown, don't look at her nightgown, don't look at her nightgown. Um, and then they just spend the night drinking together with Kale, wondering if four years with her would ever be enough. Ugh. I love him. Anyways, I know I'm gonna get my heart broken. No by this.
0: time with you will ever be enough,
1: but let's start with forever. <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> bringing it back to twilight <laughs> i just want you to know that when she finished saying that she did two pieces <laughs> she was like mm. <laughs> i was very happy with that she was so proud of herself edward's um, wedding speech okay okay go watch it um wait can you please make your wedding speech just a like a retelling <laughs> of edward's speech who's gonna know
0: how would they know
1: i'll They're know but know. that's it no one else will know maybe i'll just like quote some of it and like no one would know you know wink at me every time you do it do you know
0: measure of time will be enough but let's we'll start with
1: forever wink wink <laughs>
0: wink wink. still off from twilight
1: <laughs> imagine you just printed out the script and you were like um his speech is like two seconds though it is it's a little well, really short and they did that like weird splicing montage where you got like a line out of everyone's like speeches at the wedding and i just
0: don't understand that and this is so off topic but like everyone why does everyone get a speech bitch what it's why, did, open why mic are night? you allowing this bitch who's been jealous of you since day one speak at your wedding Literally, like what why is jessica speaking at
1: your wedding weddings are not open mic nights okay there there's a certain set of people who get to speak and that is it and for a certain amount of time like this is not a free for all where you get to give a 16 minute soliloquy about everything you know,
0: did, you know we didn't see speak hmm. we should have saw speak hmm. we didn't see carlisle speak we should we should have saw carlisle speak he didn't speak no we saw charlie we saw charlie we saw esme we saw her her mom's emmett. horrific speech um we saw emmett and we saw jessica and
1: edward and edward yeah why didn't carlisle speak i feel like he would have given such a good speech i know esme's was really nice though esme's was really sweet the her parents were a little bit awkward yes emmett's was hilarious But I mean, like, that's the finesse of living a million years, you know? Yeah. True, true, true. You're just that smart. Yeah. You know? Anyways, um, that night, Selena dreams about visiting Elena. Selena confesses that she didn't know that Elena was a warrior because, like, in the stories, like, they make Elena, like, not a warrior. She's just, like, you know, waiting to the side and shit. Um, And Elena tells her that history has forgotten that she fought in the wars alongside her husband um and then she tells selena that she could be different greater than any of us and that she could rattle the stars if only she would let herself i think rattle the stars is a big like quote from this series like i hear a lot of people saying that one lots of star talk in these books is sjm an astronomer does she just love the stars maybe maybe who knows maybe um elena tells selena that there are people that need to be saved and when selena finally hears them cry out when she is ready then she will know her like true purpose for now elena says that selena is right where she needs to be by the king's side selena thanks elena for saving her life and elena responds blood ties can't be broken before disappearing and i was like blood
0: ties i was
1: like what
0: But i mean like we're not really gonna put two 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 and two together elena and selena truly like they didn't even try no they, they didn't, really even didn't try So the next day, Selena goes to sign the contract. The king tells her that she has her freedom in exchange for four years of service. In that time, she has to do whatever he asks without question. And if she is caught, she has to deny any connection to the king. Yeah, he's like deny till you're dying breath. Then the king tells her that if she fails or tries to run, he will have Kale killed. Then Hemia and Nehemia's brothers and their mother, etc., etc., cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Literally,
1: he just like goes down the
0: line. He's like, you get the picture. She can't bear the thought of them dying as she signs the contract and leaves with Kale. Near her room, Kale asks if she is happy, and she says she is as happy as she can be.
1: Yeah. He
0: says her name, Selena Sardothian, Sard- <laughs> girl. <laughs> Selena Sardothian. <laughs> I was close. You were close. He <laughs> says her name, Selena Sardothian the king's champion, saying that he likes the sound of it. He asks her if she wants to know what her first mission is, and she just looks at him, his golden brown eyes, and all of the promises that lay within them,
1: and says, tell me tomorrow. And I then it ends. love them. Honestly, I really Temporarily. Like this book. I know, I know, I know. I know. Listen, I actually really like this book. I did too. I did enjoy it. I was pleasantly surprised at how much i enjoyed it i think that
0: i would have really liked this book series probably even more than like i like it now when i if i read it when i was younger
1: a hundred percent if i read this when i was like 18 poof, i would have made this, this my entire up. personality oh 100 percent. i would have made this my entire personality i don't know like who like where was the
0: indigo recommendation for this like, where was the indigo employee when i was looking for things to get over twilight i uh, know truly didn't recommend this series because
1: we did look it up it would have been close enough like this would have been yeah, something this would have was... been like the thing that i should have read yeah next. i don't know why but honestly it's really enjoyed it hunger games and thank Dino you Border for Jam. everyone who told us to like, basically forced us yeah but i'm happy lately like, for because honestly like we wouldn't have like I probably wouldn't have committed to reading this massive series if it wasn't for like people requesting it.
0: It's hard to like just not go and read all of it.
1: It's really hard. But
0: there's just so many other books.
1: I'm not gonna lie I actually might because I am a couple books ahead of the game. So well like like we learned today I am the slow reader. Because (laughs) she has to
0: read every single word. And Cass is capable of Skimming,
1: which I, I have s- never mastered in my life.
0: Skim. Uh, I can skim when it's not important to me. You know, I, like yeah, like, I, can I can skim, skim
1: school like stuff. Yeah, that's true. I can I skim emails.
0: Too. I can skim school stuff. Skimming a book that I want to really enjoy—it's not, not, not possible. I can't fair do that. For whatever enough. my
1: brain is like, no, you must go back. Yeah, but anyways, this is officially are you team Dory or team Kale right now? Just to confirm, Kale. Okay, same um i mean we know that's short-lived so it doesn't even matter i know but this is kind of the end of our throne of glass series for a while the next book is what um
0: crown of midnight
1: crown of midnight i think we actually have it on our list for this year we
0: do it's just further it's just it's later this year so
1: we will do at least one other book in this series this year otherwise this is it for sjm for now because what are we doing next? we
0: are finally starting um the mix
1: reviewed yeah crown of gilded bones cat is almost done i finished it yes did you like it i let's I, save that for next time i know time. we've
0: got a lot of th- because i have a lot of thoughts you do and i don't want to put them here okay i want to really
1: like talk about them i want to dive in deep yes. to the yeah to the just yeah experience but so we'll for next time okay fair um but that is it for this time thank you so much for listening if you check our episode description it has all the links to like our social media our website um everything like that merch anything interesting that you might want to find it's there also if you are able to if you can please leave a review on apple um it really helps our podcast get seen by other listeners um so that they can join the book bitch fam and if you have left a review and a rating we really appreciate you thank you so much we love you anyways yeah that's it and thanks for listening to two book bitches bye